You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. It's fucking... I don't know why this is just getting fucking... T- Am I putting this thing on? No, you don't have to because I realise that it's kind of against your religion. Well, I mean, not yours particularly. You're probably more inclined to as a tone code. But <laughs> uh, we got these made for us. Yeah. Well, we asked for them. Jake Paul, you know, like the yeah. Paul brothers, one of them, he came out with like a... Again, I'm not a big Pokemon guy, but like some fucking super rare... No, but yeah. he came with like some super rare Charizard yeah, cards yeah, yeah, worth a million dollars or something, yeah. right? And he wore it as a necklace yeah. for a boxing match. Yeah. And then we were like, well, fuck, we want something like that with a Tommy Turbo card. Yeah, okay. So we called, yeah. called on Dribblers to make them. And, and they made this. Well, we got like three or four sent in and they were all individually shit, but we combined like the chain from one guy's thingo. Yeah. And then the card, which is the most legit, this pristine ten, whatever that means, that means they're legit. Is this like is that is this like the top of the line cards for NRL? I think so. Yeah. Certainly, of the four we were sent, it was the only like other guys, and it was great, but other guys like made their own. Yeah. Like made cards. Right. You know, you need. I want to fucking. Do you reckon NRL have any sort of, you know, like in Blast from the Past with Brendan Fraser, how he finds all his uh, baseball cards oh, and it's like a, right. worth a gazillion dollars or whatever? Wait, is Blast Past not? That's not Encino, man. Is that where they like live underground and shit? A bomb. They think a bomb goes yes, off, and yes. Brendan is trapped under the world underground for like thirty years and comes up and he's like got all these nineteen fifty right. values. Yeah, yeah. Christopher Walken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they find out he's rich because they've got the basketball cards. There. So when I saw that movie, I held on to... I've still got a pile of NBA cards that big, but I don't think they're the main ones. But also they'd be fucked. They're all fucked as well, but, like, I've, I've... Every, like... You should at least have a look. I do, I do, and they're, like, you know, a few bucks here and there... Um, so you're not Brendan Fraser in. But I've still got him because I'm like, well, just like in case. Because I once had every fucking Pokemon card under the sun. Yeah. And I gave them away. I thought about um, that with my Sega Master System or Mega Drive. Yeah. I was like, will this thing be fucking worth something one day? And then I think it got destroyed in the rain at like one of... They're like, still worth a fair bit. Like I sold all my... I had Mega Drive 64. I sold that to go to America. Like we well, you know I had like... In, I needed every cent I could get. You sold your Mega Drive? Yeah. How much for? Like 250 bucks. And then the thing... That's, I mean, that's all right. It's not... For someone not. who was working two jobs no, to get no, overseas, no, I Absolutely, like, but yeah. I mean, like, I'm trying like to... How much am I like, realistically going to pay fucking Sonic again? Well, yeah, you're not. And, I mean, at what point is it no longer compatible with my TV? Anyway, so the problem we had here, Sebo, because we had to hand out a baggy green, was we had one person who had a great card, one person who had a great necklace. We combined the two. Who wins? Because we're not giving out fucking yeah. multiples. Yeah, right. Okay, interesting. So interesting we problem. put it we put it to uh, the punters and the dribblers, who are our most trusted source of uh, decision making prowess. And I believe Tobler, the dude who gave us the card, is the winner. Yeah, Sam Wello. Sam Wello. Yep. Sam Welcome Wello. to the eleven, brah. Blew it out of the park. He absolutely blew it out of the park. Everyone had Sam Wello. Now, Sam, you are also invited to the baggy green long lunch on the twenty second of December. So get in touch with your email if we don't already have it. You are invited. It's in Sydney, so hope you can make it. Um, and if you're a baggy green member and you haven't received an invite from Tobler, email turbo t u r b o at hellosport.com.au with your name. And also why you have a baggy green because we kind of forget. 
So <laughs> you gotta you gotta remind us. And if it doesn't fucking ring a bell. You used to give them out for just like a bottle of whiskey back in the day, didn't you? Dude, well as you grow, you need <laughs> yeah, to yeah. let's fucking yeah. have some rose. Big day rose, Magnum's on sale. Um yes, that's nice and cold. We used to give them away for dude, there's one guy. Um who I yarn with all the time on fucking Instagram, and I can't remember his name. It's just his name's escaped me in this moment. But he literally, he's like, he's almost got an imposter syndrome because he fucking said he could get Andrew Bogut on the show. So it's very early days. Big Day Rose Magnum's on sale tonight, 6 p.m., Shop, And he never got Andrew Bogut, but we gave him a baggy green in like <laughs> fucking, in like anticipation. There you go, you take that. Yeah, right. So he, he's... Feel free to grab some ice from our ice bucket if you yeah. Or try it without ice first yeah. and then I don't need ice. Ice is great when it's like when you've got that layer of like sweat on you from the sun. Yeah, and well and or yeah. when the sun you're in the heat and it's just yeah. dry and like it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. warming up the fuck. Nothing better though than having rose when you've got that kind of like maybe you put sunscreen on four hours ago, had a bit of a swim, thrown on a linen shirt, got two buttons undone, still yeah. can smell that sunscreen a little bit. When the like, linen catches yeah, on yeah, the yeah, salt yeah, on yeah, your yeah, skin, yeah. you know, and you're like, oh, it's a fuck, different I'm feeling. so, so Cheers, bro. Thanks for coming Cheers. Up. Thank you. Big Day Rosa. Magnums. Well, there we go. Yeah, it's good stuff. Now, the Magnums sold uh, individually. So if you're worried about, like, am I having to get a six-pack of Magnums? No, you're not. Perfect for a fucking... A rip and a tear, silly season. Chris Kringle, even fuck. If you do those, Chrissy Kring. You know Chrissy Kring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing a Chrissy Kring this year. I'm doing a Chrissy Kring as yeah. well with yeah. Steph's family. Yeah, right. Uh, which I'd like. I think that's a. It's an easier way to do it. Hundred percent. Then, like, you get. I can't. I've got the person I have. Well, I guess it doesn't yeah. matter who. Like, you kind of go on like. I don't know what to fucking get oh. you. Dude, I'm going to South Africa to meet all of Millie's like extended family who I don't know at all and spending Christmas with them. So I was like, am I going to try get everyone there a present who I don't <laughs> even know? No, fuck, we'll do a Chrissy Kring and then rig the thing to give me the young guy who I can just fling a fucking hat to or something. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> well, we've got a fucking pay limit of 100 bucks. Like, that's what yeah. it is, a $100 gift. So that puts it in a bracket yeah. of like, I, d I need to know what you like for $100, don't yes. I? Yeah, yeah, Because a yeah. hat is like, obviously, you know, you can wear a hat. Hats are good. They've got utility yeah. value. Fit everyone. Yeah, if it's just like a $30, $40 present, mm. you're fine. $100, $100 I'm like, like Yeah, you've got to expect to get something good. Like, I mean, it's so hard these days. Back in the day, you could just get a sanity voucher or something. Fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, go buy yourself a couple of CDs. I don't know what the fuck you listen to, but here's a voucher. Yeah, exactly. Don't yeah. make me try and yeah. guess your musical tastes. <laughs> yeah. Because fucking God knows. Like, vouchers used to be fucking cool. Now it's just on the checkout aisle at Woolies. And yeah, vouchers like, don't no really... No one's fucking buying Mate, I still haven't got Steph a present for her birthday, which is the 8th of November. And that's yeah. not as in me not getting her one for being a piece of shit. She was like, I don't know what I want. Oh, I had a, a birthday present all deal this year with Millie. <laughs> I, uh... She... She said she didn't want anything for her birthday, right? Oh, no. And then, like, I'm like, so okay. This is always a dangerous yeah. position. But in the it, during this time, like, I'm starting to kind of maybe suss out a little bit of maybe getting a ring, sorting that out. So I'm mm. like, okay, but like, and that took longer than expected. But I'm like, okay, like, maybe I won't get her anything. Maybe I'll get an experience. Like, oh, you know, we'll go, or I'll pay for going way down the South Coast or something. But that won't be anything on the day. And I kind of hinted that that's what I'd get. She's like, I don't want anything in the day. Like, the thing I want most is, like, a video montage card of Wallace, our dog. And I'm like, 
I'm like, oh, okay, we'll take, that'll take a while to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not just a like, fucking, I'm going to have to yeah. time some emotional music yeah. with the, some cool yeah. shots and shit. And then fucking, I thought, all right, like I'm doing this thing and I'm like, I know she's going to want something. I know she's going to want something. So I was like, well, we both have Patagonia, like little rain windbreaker coats. And I'm like, I'll drive into the city and get it. Drove into the city, got it was halfway out of the city. I'm like, this is fucking tiny. It was a kid's size. Oh, had to go. It's like, fuck's sake. And this is all like a few days before. And then I had to go return that. They didn't have any fucking jackets in any size for whatever. And then I'm like, okay, video montage it is. Let's let's fucking make this video montage good because yeah. I don't have anything. No, this here. thing's gonna need to win yeah. awards. Like I'm I'm timing in like different bits of music, like under pressure, ding 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 ding. Just like nice photos of Wallace. Then there's like text written as if it was written by him. Um, Fuck, all mate, that when stuff. you have a kid, you're gonna yeah. like produce a film for this fucking. And then fucking, I gave it to her and she loved it. But then like like almost instantly, it was like, well, where's my present? I'm like, you didn't, you no, said it. Like dude, the thing get you ya. fucking wanted. Yeah. Is the video card? And I've done that. It took me fucking ages. And then <laughs> you need to get something signed, dude. <laughs> yeah, but then also got like the the hot, the weekend away south coast, but that kept getting pushed back. So we still haven't gone on it. But like, she's like, I'm still waiting on my birthday present. You told me the thing you wanted more than anything is a video, video card, and I spent a lot of time with it. And I yeah. did actually get you a fucking Patagonia <laughs> jacket that was too fucking. Small. And I have booked a place. Yeah. In Blame Baldy Patagonia, Point. dude. Yeah, like fuck uh, Patagonia. Yeah, love love Millie. Uh, but uh, we love Millie. She uh, she definitely. She's Let's not. She's also not alone in that behavior. Yeah. If any, yeah. If you ever hear, I don't want a present, it means you should get. More. They want two presents. Yeah, yeah. they want the one they've yeah. told you about, and then the one that they haven't told you about that you should just know. Yes, that you should have taken notes as they gave you, like, <laughs> like you know, drop hints. Last six months, I mentioned that I mentioned this restaurant six months ago. Yeah, how the fuck am I meant how to remember that? I meant to remember it. Like, nah, yeah. fuck, dude. Yeah. It's, uh, so I mean, that's where the voucher does get into its work, though, because yeah. you go. Your problem now. Spend yeah. it as you want it. Exactly. Steph exactly. got given one though. When I, I don't know if it was Evie or Zoe, but like one of her friends or someone we know gave her a voucher to this kids store, which is like, bro, you see some of these kids closing stores and it's like, it's abominably expensive. Where yeah. you're like, why does a kid need a fucking like $150 romper, like overall set, like made of a Hessian sack? But anyway, she got some like gift card to go in there, went and picked out all this shit. And then go up to fucking pay for it with the card. And the woman's like, oh, this card's already been used. And so it's like, what? It's like, yeah, they've already used the card. She was like, this is the most embarrassing for it. So she's like, had to go and like put all the clothes back and was like, well, I'm not fucking spending. Right. So like someone's, like she. Well, get- she like whether the person accidentally get, like whether the shop accidentally gave a used card. Yeah. Whether the person accidentally gave them Steph the wrong card or the person used the money on the card and just went fuck it. Yeah. The yeah, latter right. being the hardest to believe. Yeah. Be weird behavior. I mean, I haven't got a kid, but I imagine it's the same as like pets and shit where it's just like, how is everything for them more expensive than it is for like a Bro, fully grown dog adult? food ads, I get why they're like this, but they like make you want to eat dog food. <laughs> Don't you reckon? You see, they're yeah. like, that looks like a fucking oh. delicious meal. You're like, see, they pour out like cat food with gravy all over. Oh, it. mate, like, some of the like, not the ads, but like the some of the websites I ordered Wallace is like treats from. He's like bully sticks and all that stuff. You can sort by like animal, like crocodile, beef, kangaroo, and there's all these different styles of jerky, mm. and it's all photographed beautifully. And you're like, this is fucking delicious. <laughs> like, can I eat some yeah, of this shit? Dude, like- <laughs> Streety was walking around, I think, to the shopping center with Carly, and I think there's a Woolworths or a Coles 
I don't, they might do it in all of them, but they have like, you know, like the lolly boxes where you could yeah. go and like scoop yeah. into a paper bag. They have that for like pig's ears. Yeah, and, do- yeah, yeah. and Streak thought it was like a fucking jerky dispensary <laughs> and just went and was like walking around gnawing <laughs> on a fucking pig's ear. No, wasn't that at the Bondi market? Or maybe the markets. It That's was where it, it was. It was, it was at, at the, the markets. markets. It was yeah, at the Bondi yeah, markets. Yeah. And he's fucking yeah, picked one food, up in yeah. the thing and he's eating the dog I mean, food they look fucking delicious, but they're goddamn they expensive. You're like, you're telling me a dried out cow's dick is twice the amount of a, like a steak. Yeah, and I feel like, like, what are like, we talking about? Like, you've, you've just, like, got an unused piece of the cow and put it in a... Left it in the sun, Left it in the sun, and, and now, now I'm paying... Listen, like, <laughs> I, you know what, though? I also respect it because it's it's biz, it's good yeah. business. It's oh, but I'll tell you biz. one thing sh- pissed me off immensely the other day. I took Wallace to the vet, and he had nothing crazily wrong with him, but they gave him Panadol. And I'm thinking they're giving him, like, dog Panadol. Four tablets, $25 on top of all the vet bills. I get back, it's regular paracetamol. Four, four tablets, $25. Like, literally, it has, like, the exact same thing. Dude, what is... How much a thing of Panadol costs? A buck, a buck for, like, 12. If you're getting your non-branded. Yeah, if you're getting your... Not, uh, maybe if you're getting your non-branded five, paracetamol. Six, if you, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Your, your Aldi or Woolworths, non-branded, a buck or two. Well, when you go there to the chemist and, like, do you want the uh, unbranded or the brand? I'm like, well, what's the difference? Like, nothing except yeah. that you're paying $7 more. I'm like, why the fuck would I... Yeah, Why it the seems fuck would insane. I do that? I always stock up on like, I love it when Aldi's got them like on the checkouts as you're loading your oh, thing on and you're just it. like, give me that paracetamol because nothing worse, waking up, hung as fuck with no Panadol in the house. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, I'm going to make sure it's here at all times. Well, it's the, I, I, did, I, I've, I've said this before, I never touched para, Panadol or any of that shit until I was like 29, 30. Yeah, right. Like hungover. I was always like, nah, fuck it. Now I'm like, holy shit. But dude. yeah, the hangovers back then you can get through without it. You know, what I, I wonder mean? if when that was younger. responsibility or just that like your body responded better. And I mean, like you had no responsibility. So it was like, who gives a shit? What so do you mean you, when you're. When you're young. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to get, like, who gives a fuck what you got to do? You don't have to do anything. You might have to go to a yeah. job at a bottle which you're probably going to yeah. call in sick for. Yeah, exactly. You're calling in sick, job bottle you're, you're watching some movies. Smoking Monday's, cones on the yeah. couch, watching yeah. movies and just doing nothing. And your body bounces back. And your better. body bounces so back. So it's just like, those days were great where you're just on a Sunday, just like all like take a doona down to the living room and just like sit there. binge shit yeah. and just sit there and order on a On an overcast, Sydney, yeah. Sydney yeah, yeah, day, yeah. pad ties. Yeah. yeah. Billy's, sorry, not oh. a drug reference, but it is. To be young. It was the early 20s to be young. Fucking hell. Anyway, um, thank you for coming on again, Sebo, of obviously About Even Fame. If you don't know, that's our betting show. And also, you've got your own little golf brand, mm. Breaking the Yips. Yep. Yeah, a bit of fun. Yeah. That fun. video was fucking hilarious. Oh, yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. I yeah. just came across that as I was trying to let people know you were coming yeah. on. So... Sebo's a fucking golf-obsessed freakazoid, but was, it, was that a year ago? Was that like a... No, it was like in March. Was like it a, this year? The, the foot. The foot yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. So Sebo was playing golf at... East Lakes. East Lakes. Those well, tee markers well, like, I, uh, are dangerous. Yeah, dangerous. So it was like, it was just the first, it was like one of the first times I like started filming... Yeah, like my rounds and things like that. Braden was with you. Braden was there. So I had no Braden. idea how intern to do Braden. it. Yeah, intern Braden was there, and fucking, I put my foot through a T marker spike somehow, and it yeah, like just freak accident. Don't know. I, I honestly, if you gave me like a million dollars to try replicate what I did, I couldn't do it. Um, so freak yeah. accident. Kicked it over, spike went through. They're, they're basically, the way that it is, the team is a huge nail in the bottom. It's like, how do we get this thing to stick to the grass? We just put a fucking massive nail through it, 
and the nail just sticks into the grass. Instead of just like maybe having something that weighs a bit and won't blow away in the wind, let's put a fucking medieval nail in there. Mate, this thing weighs like five kilos anyway. That's what I mean. I went there with my old man. I'm like looking at it. I'm going, (laughs) how the fuck is this necessary? Yeah. Anyway, you put the spike through your foot, had to get it removed, no surgery. There is video on on breaking the yips of that happening if people want to Mm. go and see it. But you then went back to... So this was the first time back at that First time back, yeah. Playing that hole again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went... um, I was out there yesterday and I was playing okay. But then, like, I didn't even think about it until I was, like, two holes away. I'm like, oh, fuck, I haven't played this hole since That's since the last day. time. I was spent half an hour trying to direct the hospital, bloody, the ambulance through the secret Mario Kart back entry because I was in the middle of the course and had no Dude, way of getting so to it. It's so funny the- that you had to deal with that as well. Like, it wasn't like there was some course guy who was like, hey, this is where the ambulance needs to go. Yeah. Surely enough, people have died on the golf course for the ambulance people to know. Yeah, look, they, I mean, it was, it, it's honestly like a hidden little like entry because it's not the main entrance. It's like this tiny, like offer, like a highway as well. So you just got to like slam on the brakes and turn in. But look, I got back to the hole and yesterday I just wanted to like, I already struggled with enough demons playing fucking golf. But there's a million of them. But when you're, when you're at a hole where you've had a tee mark through your foot, yeah, like, you different. know, you got to go out there and face your demons. And I did. Golf's hard enough. Yeah, exactly. So... Uh, yeah, I think that will kick me into gear because it's been a f- dude. But you actually you fucked you like you look like you fucked it, and then you managed to pull a bogey out of your ass. Well, that's my that's how I play golf. Like off the tee, I'm like the worst out of everyone. Approaches middle of the pack, short game good, and yeah, that's right. what the and that's what I was about. Yeah. Your short game very good. You're like I need this putt. Do you need a top up? Yes, please. Yeah, it's when I play streety. Like, um, well, if I can just get to the green like one sh- shot more than him, I'm in with a shot. With the putting, um, and Streety and I are playing match play next week, and Streety uh, like he hasn't beaten me in match play yet, and I fucking love oh, it. Oh really? Like yeah. Was there one where like the game had to be called off because of rain or some yeah. shit, and that was when you yeah. were winning or something? I was two up, two to play. Hamish hadn't won a hole since hole eleven, but we, we don't know who would have won. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah that's what he said. <laughs> that's how he spun it. <laughs> don't know who would have won. Uh, two nah. up, two to play. Hey. <laughs> Mate, listen, anything can happen. Dude, how about that fucking golf video? Yeah, I was late to the party watching that, but that is insane. Dude, that's one of the best I think I've ever seen in terms of an on-course blow-up. Like, they weren't punching on, which is probably the only thing. You know what? Punching on actually would have been worse because it meant we wouldn't have had that guy, the guy going back to his golf bag. I'm shaking like a fucking leaf. That's the best bit about it. Like, yeah. you, you can watch a punch on anywhere. Yeah. You know, but seeing the... the Golf the, meltdown. The golf meltdown yeah. at the end is that's what you're there for. Because <laughs> that... Fu- oh, I could only imagine the feeling in the body. Like, when you're having a fucking shit day, like, on golf or any sport, like, and you're just inside yourself getting frustrated. But also, like, but also the shaking, like, when you get, like, very rarely do you come uh, into like posi- moments of like real intense physical yeah. like potentially yeah, violence yeah, yeah, so like yeah. your body pumps full of adrenaline yeah. and shit plus as that guy said he was like how about that guy fucking come threaten me he's a fucking beast <laughs> <laughs> yeah the voice yeah. of the guy made it as well like, <laughs> it did it did just, but yeah. he knew he, would, he knew that he would have got the shit kicked out yeah. like he knew that he was like his only play was like to front up and hope the guy doesn't fucking crack him yeah and so kind of like called that guy in the red shirts bluff who also looked like a bit of a D-bag. Like, yeah. you know, oh, you fucking... Yeah, they, and no one there looked like... No a, one came out looking Someone good. you'd want to play around with. You know with. what? I did like that. <laughs> I did like the captain. 
Yeah, hey, yeah. hey, I'm telling you, you're behaving bad. Like, That's a bad fucking call, Captain, and you know it. I've got a lot of respect for you, Captain. Ah, <laughs> oh, they treat this shit like they're in the army I sometimes. Know, dude, man. It's, it's so just, dumb. Club Captain's Parker. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, it's I've got Cap- a lot of respect yeah. for you, Captain. That's a bad fucking call, and you yeah. know it. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Shake I him mean, like a fucking leaf. <laughs> oh, bro, that oh. was so funny. I've watched that so many times, and then obviously, like. As I was watching it, I'm like, this, this video might be like fucking actually the the most perfect thing I've ever seen. And as it's going on, I'm like, firstly, shout out to whoever filmed it because yep. that thing has gone global. Like yep. that's every we got two million, two and a half million views on TikTok for that. And Did then, you? Yeah. Then they made us take it down. Listo put it in the group server. They they didn't get it off the internet. Do you know when you can yeah. see on WhatsApp when you shit, it, like something gets, for, like say I just yeah, forward forwarded you something, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then there are times where it says forwarded many yeah, times. Yeah, but no one's put it on the internet yet. Well, I think someone must have, because someone, like I think someone had put it on Twitter. Yeah. But it just obviously, Took I don't know if they were, guys. look, I, I don't, like, it could have been shared in multiple places. I just know that when we put it on TikTok and Instagram, it fucking pumped its yeah. dick off. No, I saw like Zy Golf and Golf got like all the big Yeah, they're all sharing accounts. our one. Yeah, so yeah, I assume yeah. we were maybe yeah. the first ones to get it onto like with maybe with an audience. But as I was just watching it, I was like, this thing can't get any better, can it? And then it's like, oh, he's actually going to take his shot now. <laughs> and yeah. initially I thought, I imagine if he just brains it, like he fucking hits an amazing shot. But it was There's just no once he duffed it, away, there was no can. way that was happening. There's no way, like, you can't get a bad work email and just stabilise a whole round or something, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like just yeah. anything that's fucking causing you a little bit of anxiety, you're fucked. Yeah. Like, you're absolutely fucked. So there's no, like... When you, when it was sent to the chat group of like that you or like I saw you posted or something it was like the ending's great or something like that, I like I'm being a bit negative. I was like, oh, I don't want to build up how good it would potentially be. I'm like, oh, okay, it's just going to be good. And then when it happens, you're like, oh my god, this ending is brilliant. Is br- brilliant. Like <laughs> pegs the fucking club at the bag, then picks it up again and snaps <laughs> it over the fucking buggy. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Like my mum was messaging me about it, going like, "What is this video? This is hilarious!" Like everyone was fucking watching it, and that's like it's you. You think about that, like, because me and Eddie played with my old man, and he had a fucking blow up um, at this kid. Oh, he, yeah. Like, I mean, he wasn't a kid; he was an adult, but he was like maybe twenty-two. And dad went and booted his fucking ball off the tee and was fucking blowing up at him. And I'm like, all it takes is someone just to be it's filming when be that the, happens, and yeah. you're it's it's like you're a fucking meme for but, a couple. of But days. it's the funniest like like sport for it to happen, like golf, because it's like this thing where you're meant to be like quite quiet and gentlemanly, and it is, is it just, called the gentleman's game or is that no, cricket? Uh, I think it's I don't know. But it is meant to be a gentlemanly yeah, game. Yeah, and you're just there. Tuck your shirt in and yeah, fucking there's very no, like you just, shit. Yeah, you're just walking around really, just cruising yeah. and just kind of not exerting yourself too hard. But like with all the shots that happen, like rage builds up in your head and you Serious get people rage. blowing up. Where if you blow up in, you know, another sport, contact sport, like, well, that's just expected. You know, their their blood's boiling. Physical. When, yeah. When you when you get to that point in golf, it's like, oh, shit must have really gone wrong for you right now. <laughs> yeah. For, like, how, for how many holes has this been bubbling away under the surface without yeah. you telling us? Yeah, because you don't have you... people tackling you and like riling you up a little bit. It's just like you are reaching a tipping point. But then you yeah. do also have the like that unspoken, um, dynamic on a golf course where you're like, because I think, is that some vape? Yeah. Because like where you go, oh, this guy's up my ass. Like on the, you know what I mean? Like when yeah. you're playing and there's like a group that's coming oh, up your yeah, ass, yeah, like yeah. Hit, not, and you're like, this is actually fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's funny those things of like where or like it, it reminds me a little bit of like when you're in traffic Yep. And it's like you're a civil, normal person generally. Yep. But then if someone like starts fucking around with you in traffic, like you just snap. Yep. I remember snapping in traffic. Well, like not snapping, but I was I was driving and then this car pulls out of the fucking intersection. We almost crash. And we both look at each other and go, what the fuck are you doing, cunt? And it was Jarvin. And then we both started laughing and looking at each other. <laughs> and we were like, what the fuck are you doing? Oi, how you doing, bro? And like yeah, had a laugh yeah, and then yeah, drove yeah, off. And yeah. it's like... It just um, you completely completely melted away like whatever the fuck we'd done, yeah. Oh, but there's just this thing where it can make you it gets completely you. change. I've, I don't know if I've told like maybe I've told it to you, but not the, when I was on like the highway and I I like oh yeah, <laughs> dude, tell that story. I was uh, I was driving like I think I was hungover and I was driving in Newcastle and I was three quarters of the way there. And there was just this, like, I was overtaking someone slow and there was this car behind me right up my fucking ass, like a black Audi four-wheel drive thing. So I get around that my car that I'm overtaking and just kind of stick my finger up like this. (laughs) And I'm not even paying attention. I'm just hungover and tired. And I'm like, I'm kind of... And before I know it, this car pulls up in front of me, goes side on to block, like almost both lanes of the M1. I'm like, oh my God, what is going on? Slammed on the brakes and these two big fucking dudes with like tats and shit get out and start charging towards my car, screaming. I'm like, oh my God. Um, like I'm gonna, And I just like went into like flight mode, like put the pedal down and just get around them. They run back into their car and then start chasing me down with their windows down, just pegging shit at my car. Like I'm getting, oh my God, I'm getting dints and stuff in it. I'm like, these guys are fucking huge. Like I'm not a good fighter, let alone the man's a fucking beast. Like exactly. I'm like, holy fucking shit. And then they're just pegging. I'm getting dints in my car. I don't know what it was. Like water bottles, all this sort of shit. And I'm like, uh, okay. And this is good. And then so I'm going like as fast as I can and they're I'm testing it out like as fast as I can they're staying up my ass slowing down they're coming back around my ass I'm like okay these guys are like on they're me the on, whole fucking yeah. time and I was like the only way to shake these guys is I see that exit up there I'm gonna like sneak into the all the way on the other side of the lane furthest from the turn and then just like time it to just go get out of there and they kept driving and i'm like oh my god my heart like i honestly thought i was going to be like on channel nine news like yeah you know some guy gets killed a sydney man was left (laughs) bloodied and beaten on the side of the road on the way to newcastle so i don't have road rage anymore because i'm like fuck well that's a good lesson yeah yeah. i don't have road dude an old woman yesterday well not old uh no she was old old enough she was driving down our street and she was, you know, people when they like, they, you can tell that you, you can't exactly tell what they're doing, indicating and slowing down. Oh, yeah, and yeah. then as you're like waiting there, then they speed up again and then they stop and then like they indicate the other side and then they pull out and it's like, there's really dangerous driving. And I say street, it wasn't like a quiet little cul-de-sac. It was fucking speed limits were like 40. And, but you're just going like, what the fuck I hate that. is going on? And so then I'm like, I just give her like a little toot, like, hey, like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. And she keeps doing it. And then I just fucking peel around her and just move on ahead. And then I go down and the traffic lights are there. And then she has obviously decided that she's not parking now. It's completely changed what she's doing. 
and has driven all the way up my ass and starts doing that. You remember that Volvo with the small dick yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. This old woman, and she's got like a kid or like a grandkid in the car, and she's just fucking out the back giving me these ones. And I was like, oh, my God. No, this dude. is your fault. This like, is your fault, yeah. you stupid old bitch. Respectfully, <laughs> you can't fucking drive. And then she like, we both make the turn, and she drives off to like... She drives off to like a completely different suburb. I'm like, what the fuck were you doing in that street then? If you're like just leaving the area, what in God's name were you doing? Yeah, I hate that stuff. But then also, like I'm not aggressive enough to like, I, I was thinking there should be like two beeps on a car, like a friendly like, hey, what are you doing sound to like, hey, fuck you sound. Yeah. Because sometimes you just want to be like, hey, what are you doing? But like, that's I'm, all about, I think, yeah. just like horn dexterity. Yeah, you just yeah. Gotta, you got to yeah. be able to like know. You got to know your horn. I know, yeah, you got to know the horn, and yeah, you can do that pop, yeah. pop beep. But, but sometimes you fuck that yeah, up, and yeah. you're like, no, sorry, I just yeah. realised you were probably on your phone at a traffic light, and you yeah. haven't gone. So yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Hurry the fuck up. Yeah, it's like, hey, there you go, go, go. But uh, and yeah. then there's one where you're like, sit on the motherfucker. Yeah, and yeah. you like get your shit together because yeah. we're on the road yeah. here. Yeah, the double tap as well. They're like, <laughs> yeah. Hold the second one. Yeah, so I mean that's kind of like untaught horn law, but I think people pick it up. No I one think teaches you, you. No, no yeah, one teaches you. Yeah, you learn yeah, it on the road. Yeah, yeah. You learn it, and that's what the road's for. Yeah. You know, they don't teach you that in your L's test, though. No, fuck no. They don't teach you much. <laughs> did you pass your L's first go or your P's? Yeah, 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 I yeah. Think I did as well. Yeah, I like I got into it like a massive argument with my instructor. I that's not good. No, yeah, I thought I'd fucked it. Like we were, we were yeah, while you were doing the test. Yeah, the last, like, five minutes of it. You got into an argument with your instructor? Yeah. I can't remember, like, I think I just, like, missed. He said turn right, and I didn't see that right. I turned it the next right. And and he was fucking yelling at me, like, oh, he must have been having a bad day. He's like, you fucking idiot, blah, blah, blah. Jesus like, Christ. <laughs> I'm like, mate, like, I just didn't see the fucking, like, right turn. And I think I was like, okay, well, I've obviously failed because I blew up at him back. Mm. But then he, like, got over it and was like, yeah, you did everything fine. I'm like, well, why the fuck did you? Anyway, I'll take it. Like, no, look, I'll yeah. take it. I mean, I've I gone didn't... out to God knows where to pass it because I didn't do it around here. Oh, uh, yeah, because yeah. around here was a fucking Yeah, you show. do one of the easy ones, yeah. like, where there's, I like, had to do it around here. Camber actually... or something where yeah, there's, like, where no like, traffic lights. Let's just go, like, yeah, you got roundabouts <laughs> for, like, seven kilometres. I did it in Bondi Junction, I think, and I was very close to failing. I think I was, like, one fuck up. I'd done a couple... I'm pretty sure you're allowed like a fuck up or something, or there was degrees of probably fuck depends. Ups. Like depends missing, on the, what yeah. the fuck up is. Missing his direction isn't a driving fuck if up. If you run through a red light, I don't imagine that you're getting your license. No. Did you get up for the Socceroos? Socceroos, shout out. Oh, I got up for oh, ten minutes and fell back asleep. I was not. Shout out Lecky. Yeah. Lecky, great goal. Like scoring one of the. I don't know much about the A League and stuff, but scoring a goal that looks like you know it could have been in FIFA or like Ronaldo scored like a legitimate like. Well, I'm going in. I'm out. I'm out. You know. Yeah. Like, see, I was wondering. Like, because it obviously was good, and I don't get soccer, but I guess I'm more of like a come and glitter sort of operator yeah. outside the box. Who was out? Roberto Carlos outside of the foot, sort of. Oh shit. yeah, Roberto. You know what I mean? Oh mate, those highlights you can't. They beat. were early yeah. LimeWire days. That was, yeah, like you would type in LimeWire or Kazar or whatever the fuck you were legally. I was and you'd be used like, to legally download shit from like under, s- under the age of fucking soccer 20. highlights, like, and it would take like two hours to download. It would be like a three minute video, and then it just starts with like song two blur, like I got my head shot, and right, you're like, oh dude. shit, what's this one? What's this guy cut together? And it then it's like so sick. Zinedine Zidane and Roberto Carlos. And then was there Alan Shearer or yeah, something yeah. where they get that Newcastle yeah. United like there's the one where it's like oh uh, uh, not Van Nistelrooy uh, who was the guy with the like fucking uh, peroxide hair not Ferdinand? played for Arsenal I think and he did some absolutely fu- 
Val, Val. Yeah, he had the he had like the different coloured mohawk yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. He had, and he had some like when we like flicked it over his head and scored it for like. I would okay. If there's anyone out there who has this video we're talking about, I oh, got my Freddie Freddie Lundberg. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah Freddie Lundberg. Jumberg, Lundberg. They were know. the days before, like, obviously the market is saturated with YouTube content, people, well, shit YouTube, everywhere. Yeah. Everyone's making shit all the time. Generally. Back in the day, there was only, like, a handful of people putting together, like, highlights or, like, Carmen Electra ripoff Playboys videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shannon like. Elizabeth from American Pie <laughs> nudes uh, that you would literally have to print. Yeah, yeah, it'd take forever downloading. It's like developing them. photos. I remember we had, like, we printed off, like, hot chicks on... From the printer and the yeah. amount of ink it would use, yeah. the page was like heavy, yeah. and we'd have to like hang them at the yeah. windows. Parents to dry. like, where's all the ink going yeah. in our printer? And it's like, uh, uh, not to a folder of Jenny McCarthy and Carmen Electra <laughs> yeah. printout. Uh, it's gone to a two <laughs> megapixel printout of the chick from American Pie with no top on. Lindy and Left Terry, I don't yeah. know what you want. We print, we used all your ink. <laughs> yeah, it's like literally like the entire page is. Yeah. It's like well, it's like I remember yeah. there was one that was like the whole background was like this fucking Blue? fluoro. No, it was a fluoro green one. Yeah. And then she was standing in front of the American Pie chick and it was just like the most ink possible. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And My Carmen Electric collection, it was like it was like basically 15 of the same photo, her and this like blue Did you have them in the sleeves of the, <laughs> the plastic? You ever get those like assignment <laughs> folders? <laughs> well, plastic. you know. No, I'm you fucking You don't want to lose these it. bloody Carmen Electric Mate, printouts. you use a whole fucking cartridge of ink. You want to make sure that these things don't get ruined. Yeah, it's like, see you later, year eight assignment for no. writing my own poems with, yeah. you know, no, insert no, no. Carmen. You know? Carmen Electra. And yeah. uh, do you remember, I know the name, so I'm testing you here, but do you remember in the Guinness Book of Records in the year tw- 2000. <laughs> I made the world's a- biggest boobs. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I made, when f- like PowerPoint first came out, just because I was fucking around, I made a PowerPoint presentation dedicated to this chick. She was the most downloaded woman on uh, online. No. And she was in the Guinness Book of Records. Cindy Margolis. I remember that name. The name. Can you just get a photo? Like 2,000 Guinness Book of Records or some shit. That used to be like the greatest gift you could get. Just top yourself up. Greatest gift? You'd bloody... The Guinness Book of Records. As soon as somebody got one, you're like, bring it in. (laughs) Bring it in. Bring it in. Guinness Book of World Records. This guy's got the longest fingernails. This girl's got the biggest boobs. This guy's, you know, collected the most fucking... Here's a baguette that's like five kilometres long. You're like, whoa. I remember someone in primary school was trying to... No, no, sorry. Just go, Sydney High Goal is 2000 Guinness Book of Records. It's that pink one. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like a fembot. Yeah, she seriously (laughs) is. Yeah, a serious fembot. Literally, guns are going to come out of her jambalayas. I um, full PowerPoint project. It's like star wipes, music yeah. buttons, and shit. Like I think I had Limp Biscuit. <laughs> yeah, you got it. I still use fucking Limp Biscuit. Yeah, well, every, I mean, they every... fucking never go out of style. Shout out to Cindy Margolis. How? What, what's she doing these days? And who was the other one? Victoria Silverstead. Or Victoria S- Silverstead, Playmate of the Year. Yeah. What's she? What's what she look like? I can't remember. She was just that classic Basketball. Swedish. Uh, Swedish looking playmate. But yeah, the days of downloading this stuff and soccer highlights were just fucking fun because you just. Victoria Silvstead? Silverstein? Silv. Victoria Silver. Uh, Silvstead. Silvstead, yeah. I don't music. Is that her name? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's. It hasn't gone like you would have hoped. No, but she's... <laughs> she was... No, the other one was... Uh, well, I mean, look, now we're really getting into our Ralph yeah. and FHM work where it was like you all had your own pers- persuasion, but Joanna Crapper. 
I don't remember her. Was she a Ralph or an FHM up? Well, she was one of them. She yeah. may have been both, to be honest. If that yeah. was probably more of an FHM. Yeah. I feel like Ralph was maybe a little bit more like FHM was more highbrow. Would that be fair to say, or do you think Ralph was? From my very basic, not basic, but like my internal world of understanding, are like I thought Ralph was a little bit more like not highbrow. I thought it was the other way around. Like yeah, FHM more highbrow. You mean? No, I thought because oh, you thought which, Ralph was. Which is the one that had like sex confessionals and all that stuff? Yeah. That was FHM. I don't know. Is that FHM, dude? Those things were that, for a for a fucking young horny fourteen, fifteen year old, thirteen year old, like. Those magazines were phenomenal. Oh, to be 14 in that, that era where you're just listening to like Blink-182, reading your Ralph on a weekend, waiting for your mates to come over to play FIFA 03. You know, those were the days. They were the days. Yeah, yeah. like we got to live through, and the internet wasn't really a thing, but it was kind of half there. They talk about the versions of the internet. So that was internet 1.0. Right. Then what, are we at 3.0 now, I think? Yeah, essentially, that's kind of what we're getting into. So what was 2.0 then, just basically what we just had, like well, the social media and shit? Like, like the way I heard it explained kind of well was that Internet 1.0 was essentially you're just reading. There's information out there you're reading. Yeah. Internet 2.0 is you're reading and writing. You're contributing. Okay. And then 3.0 it's is... Like blockchain and shit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Like more well, like Metaverse, I'm going to now be in the internet. I think Metaverse is like... A, blockchain's like the... the has yeah, Metaverse like de- like gone decentralization quiet? Is it still happening? Yeah, well, yeah still it's to still happening. It. But just because Facebook have like changed their whole business model to be like, this is the next thing, so they're going to keep pushing it. But there was like this crazy big like, holy fuck, Metaverse, and then it just died. The chat about it. Yeah, but it's like a off. bubble. You know what I mean? Where it's like everyone was like, oh my god, internet sites. And I think there's like back in the when we were younger, everyone had an internet site, like domain, trying to like. Like, not sell shit the way these days, but just, like, I think pets.com is the example people use where people, like, funnel billions of dollars into it and it was just going to be this pet site that I don't know what it offered, but, like, it crashed, right? Like, or something like that. So it's, like, it's, like, there's people who used to just buy domain names and so it goes through these waves of... And And then it lulls and then it finds its, like, level. Yeah, but everyone would give it, throw me money to Metaverse and then, like... 90% 90% of it will just blow up in everyone's face and then, like, a few things will come through. Yes. That that's with, like, that's has that been, like, with the most recent crypto thing where it was, like, all of the... Because um, you know a bit more. Well, you know fuck loads more than I do because I don't know nothing, but... No, the recent thing's the fucking scam guy. No, I know scam guy, yeah. who's very interesting. I want to... But, like, yeah. but like the bored apes and all that yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, Like, the NFTs. Mm. Like, that kind of bubble mm. burst, didn't it? Oh, yeah, 100%. But, like, bored apes are still worth, like... 100 or 200k. But they were at some point worth like a million or 400, yeah, some, 500 grand? Yeah, like. something like that. Yeah. But like, I think it's just a few things come through. Everybody wants to like copy it or have their own version. And then most, and then all this money comes in and then it pops. And then a few things stay. And so the board apes are still there. They're still worth like. Because they're kind of like with the original hot shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, the, yeah. Well, like the, yes. The OG one is called fucking i don't know something and i know someone, is that still good yeah they're still worth like 300 grand i know someone who bought like 60 of them yeah that was yeah. you told me yeah. that. Um, but you hear those <laughs> stories and you're like why why not me <laughs> and like bought them when it was like nothing right like no they're free that's they what free. i mean right yeah, yeah, like yeah, when yeah. it was nothing it was you just, just had to press a button and you just got them for yeah, free yeah 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 see and 60 of them mm-hmm. have they sold them all i think i sold what? about half of them yeah so they're living good Oh yeah, they don't. Yeah, yeah, they don't work. Yeah, yeah. Would you like? Would you work if you I've thought about this? Like, if you made a fuckload of money, like obviously, 
my job as it currently stands is hardly fucking labor intensive, right? Like I'm not fucking in the mines working my dick to the bone. But if I got like a bajillion dollars, what I yeah. think I'd keep doing this. I fucking love doing it. But like, would you keep working or would you just sort of like, what do you do? Just go and like post up by a pool for the rest of your life? And Yeah, but like, yeah, I would still, like if someone gave me, you know, X amount of money. It's like I would work on like passion projects. Let's say like I was still doing about even a film and golf, but like make any sort of small admin tasks that I have to do don't exist. Yeah, it's just yeah. the it's just the the mm. fun side of it. So you're like I never have to do anything. <laughs> I don't do the admin. I just have fun. Like yes. give me get me on a golf course. I'll I'll talk in front of camera if that if that's work. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? exactly. If I have that's to talk about punting, is. that's work. But if I have to do anything around it, like someone else figure it out. Like I don't want to be presented with any. <laughs> problems yeah that can be solved by just paying some I'm not trying to get into the back end of like Facebook ad campaigns and trying to figure out how no. that works no 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 <laughs> or yeah or the algorithm yeah you can yeah, yeah, get yeah. fucked with your algorithm yeah 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 I'm just going to you know chill out and you know you'd be like I want to invest in stuff and it's like yeah, yeah that's what it would yeah. be yeah you become an like, investor yeah I want to invest in this industry but I don't want anything to do with it. I want to own a little bit of the payments from GTA 6. Make that happen. Yeah. Make me an uh, investor in that. I want yeah. to invest uh, in Manly beating the Bulldogs this weekend. Yeah. And I want to invest significantly. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I'm do. <laughs> so that's what I'd be yeah. that's what I'd be working on. I'd buy fucking I'd buy Manly as well. I mean Eddie. Well, I mean that wouldn't cost too much, would you? Like, Dude, I think it costs like twenty. Which isn't that much. Well, no, not in the, not in the bajillion dollars scheme, but like... But footy, like none of them make money, right? No. Yeah. They don't make Because money. I think I was maybe listening to Gus or someone talk about it, where like the franchise model in the US for their sports, it's like the club or whatever you want to call them, the franchise is like the main thing and then they feed back into... So say like you've got an NFL team... Mm-hmm. And they're like the operating business and they, they have to make money and they do that. And then they like feed back into like the NFL, I guess, yeah. body. Yeah. Where here it's like the NRL body is the main thing and they give money to the clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you think about that as well with like merchandise. It's, and I just, I, I use merchandise as an example because like it's fucking, it's a good, you would assume it, it, it could be a fantastic source of income for an NRL club, but they all just have the exact same shit, right? Yeah. It seems like they all have 50 million different jerseys. Yeah. Surely that doesn't make it, like, maybe that makes them heaps of money? I don't know. Well, they like, have to change, they change it up every year so people buy the new one. The new right? one, right? But so, like, you've got the jerseys, then you've got a beanie and a hat, and none of them are that cool, and you might have, like, a fucking polo that's not that cool. It's like... Why wouldn't you just like spend some time making some like? I think South South did that where they stuff. did like minimal shit where it's like a nice white tee with like a little a little bunny on it and stuff like. I don't know how it went, but I saw them selling that stuff. But like for example, and I'm just using Manly because obviously I know more about them than every other team. But like, there's a fucking sign that Manly fan. There's a Manly fan who sits in the crowd every game and it says, "Guess what? Manly hates you too." Yeah. Why wouldn't Manly just pay that guy fucking... Well, you, didn't, you wouldn't even need to pay the fucking guy. He owns a sign, but just go put that on a T-shirt. But you could pay him if you wanted to be good blokes. Put it on a T-shirt. Guess what? Manly hates you yeah, too. Yeah, but there's like... I get what you're saying, but like that's probably where you guys and people like you guys sell stuff because like a club... Well, no, I realise that's where our opportunity is. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm just mean like... Yeah, but a club's right like we're going to have to face. tell the board and you know, know. there's a board of directors yeah. who don't know what the word that's internet is. That's why you need people you know with I mean? fucking... You need people with a bit more like vision. Oh, mate, but like... Oh, but like hardly When vision. I go around... So, like I don't do it so much anymore. I just go and film in a golf course. But originally I was just like... 
trying to hit them up. I'm like, hey, like, I'm not trying to ask for a free round, but just making sure it's okay to, like, film. They're like, oh, that sounds interesting. We'll put it to the board. I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to film a video. Like, yeah. this doesn't need to be... You don't need to you make don't need a so fucking sh- council no. moot about it. No, like, exactly, just, yeah. Just, like, it's a we video. We have to consult the oracles. <laughs> yeah, just like, what are you talking about? Is it like, ah, oh, whatever. We have like, to yeah. wait for a full yeah. moon when we go out onto the 18th tee and consult the oracles. <laughs> just relax. You don't need to be so yeah. fucking stiff and yeah. rigid. Like, yeah. I'm just going to film some shit. Yeah, it's just that older generation there because they don't get it. And the only time they do, like, interact with things, they probably get ripped off by some scam. Like, you know those ads that pop up? Like, today host made $10 billion from this investment. My yeah. dad sent me one of them. And I'm just like... This was he serious? <laughs> well, he's like, this is, in, is it, it might have been like. It's so funny though. They <laughs> old people do. They do, like when you hear, and obviously, I feel fucking very sorry for anyone, old or young, who's gets scammed by scammers. But if you're older, I'm very sympathetic. If you're fucking forty and under, and you're getting done online scams, no, no. I'm like, dude. Now I hope to Christ that I don't come here and get done by a scammer, and then I'm all embarrassed. But like. You have to basically go out on a on a is it limb or a whim? Go out on a limb to like put your trust unless like in, in something that you think is really kind of going to work. Don't you, you know what I mean? Like no, but it's just like it's like the horn thing. Like there is like an inbuilt what? like you know the horn like oh, learning yeah, yeah, your yeah, yeah. learning your your horn kind of etiquette etiquette. Like there's no, you never get taught at someone our age or younger how to spot a scam. You can just see it from a mile away yes. because you're like you've seen a million websites before, and pop you can ups. just tell What's when they porn to yeah, see if you scam. You pop know ups. when they're scammy. You just know when yeah. they're scammy, yeah, and yeah. you're just like, there's we like can a, add 14 inches bullshit. <laughs> there's a filter, and if you fall for that filter and you're under 40, that's on you. Like if you don't have it, yeah, you're done. Like sorry. Someone at the door. Sorry, just go and check. Okay, Rowan. Yeah, dude. If you if you can't fucking spot a scam, then you're an absolute. You, then listen, I f- think you're stupid. If you're old, then it's uh, it's fair enough. If you're old, I'm, yeah. I'm cool. Yeah. But you know, you get caught. What does it do, mate? The amount of people who just come in here and like fucking like there's legitimate addresses on the door. People come with shit. This is for you, and I'm like, well, does the fucking address matter? Yeah. Because, no. Or people just fucking... It's almost like a vortex. Some people, you like, shaking the door, then you get to open it, and there's no one there. And then you go and look down, like, either way. No one there. It's like no one has actually ever come. It's like a fucking ghost. Yeah, right. An Uber Eats driver showed up yesterday, and I was sitting here at the desk, like, the other side of the room. And he walks in with a bag and walks up about a metre from the desk. And he has his phone. He's like, is this you? And I was like, no, that's the apartments, but what the fuck are you doing all walking the all the way into the studio? Yeah, rather than just going like, hey, man. Dude, so weird. there was a guy that knocked on the door. He was an Australia Post guy. And he was, and this is, I'm not fucking taking the piss here. He was deaf and he couldn't speak. And he was holding up an address that wasn't ours. And he's going, uh, and I'm like, not us. And then he can't speak, but I know he's going like, well, where the fuck yeah. is it? And I'm like, I don't know. Then I'm like, maybe it's the next door thing because there's like apartment entrances on either side. I'm like, maybe in here. And I'm I'm like walking around with this dude trying to help him. But I'm like, I have no fucking idea what he's even saying. And yeah. obviously he can't hear me either. Yeah. And he's going, I can't hear, I can't speak. I'm like, this seems like it's not the fucking, this is not an ideal job. 
or at yeah. least situation for somebody who can't speak or hear. Yeah, I, but I, respect the motherfucker for doing the job. But I was like, I don't know, I don't know what to do here. Thank Christ, the building manager came down. And I was like, I'm going to leave this in your capable hands. I had a scary, like, not scary, scary for a second, like situation like that. Like when Hick and I were in America, you know, like when we went there, there's not like hostels and shit. Like you just go, like you, it's just it, some fucking dodgy shitholes. I tell you what, it's like, San Fran. It was just hard to find, like you know cheap accommodation easily like if you go into europe there's like hostel world or yeah, something yeah, and yeah 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 america was a bit america's different. not set up for that yeah but now with airbnb i'm sure like that was just at the beginning stage of airbnb but yeah. like you just have to like google something and hick and i were in like well we weren't meant to like stay in sacramento we were so hungover driving from your that's a hungover place to stay yeah we're like, we just need to find somewhere to crash and we just like turned into sacramento which is like the canberra of Los Angeles, I guess. It's yeah. the capital. But we found this like it was is Sacramento like, the capital of Los Angeles. I think so, yeah. Or is Cali no well, hold on. Oh California. sorry, California. Los Angeles, California. California. Right. California. Sacramento is the capital. And we got into this like it looked like one like a manor, right? Like big old, you know, Patriot Days building. And there was this weird ass guy at the reception. Casey his name was. I remember it so vividly. And he was Shout out to dudes called Casey. And he was just he was just weird. He was just super weird. And then we were told, like, to go down into the basement and there was, like, all these different rooms everywhere. And I'm trying to find where our room is. And then you could see people who look like workers, I guess, and because they carry, like, bed sheets and things like that. And I'm, like, trying to ask them for direction. I'm like, hey, mate, excuse me, like, do you know where, whatever? And he's just not turning around. And then, like, I'm like, mate, no, no, no. And then he turns around and he was, like, like deaf as well and then there was like all these other people that were like somewhat had some sort of disability and i think they were all working slash staying there but like when you're in that basement for one second and you're like wait like what the hell is going what's going on here yeah. am i in texas chainsaw <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly or the hills have eyes yeah, yeah and yeah. that's not to say yeah. Yeah, people know what we're saying we're not fucking yeah. talking shit no 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 it's, it's the feeling when you're in a fucking basement in a, in like a basement a, in, your, in, in like yeah. a, a federation or whatever their equivalent <laughs> is era slave era like you know yeah well, just it's like that guy H.H. H. Holmes, that first serial killer. Did you ever hear about that? No. He set up some, like, hotel to be, like, all booby-trapped and, like, basically lured people in to stay at the hotel and then would, like, kill them in the See, hotel. that's, like, the fucking... That's your nightmare, right? That's, yeah. like... It's not so much the, the people that, who are working there that had... It's the setting. It, it's, it's the setting of the weird guy in the Federation house into a basement. Yeah. I'm, like... There's I'm, a bunch of yeah, people that are, yeah. like, you know, that don't... That, that you're conf you aren't... In, they aren't talking to you. Yeah, yeah You're yeah. trying to ask them questions. You haven't been given any context of what you're walking yeah. into. Like, why am I in a basement? Like, anyway. Well, that's yeah. a great point. Yeah. Oh, well, the, the same... And I think I said this in the podcast... Maybe actually recently when we were staying that same trip, Steph and I stayed in this place in San Fran. And again, you're on a shoestring budget, right? You're yeah. in your fucking mid-20s. And she booked this like this place that wasn't a hostel. It was like a place where like the poorest people in the area would live. Like you could stay here for a few nights or mm. some people probably like it was really cheap fucking. And... Sorry, I just heard some rap. One of the neighbours. Yeah, one of the neighbours. He plays rap music. So it never happened while we're doing a podcast. Who cares? Um, so when we're in there and like the room, it was a fucking etch place. The front of house guy was this really fucking cool Jamaican dude. Nice guy we got on with. But like it was an etch fucking joint. And you did gunshots and shit going off. I saw a, saw a person take his shit on the street as we were <laughs> like walking to this place. Without, again, Steph's got this fucking bright red fucking suitcase with like a cowboy hat on and shit like oh we're like we are probably yeah. gonna get fucking yeah. murdered yeah, yeah yeah and we and we would 
we would when we get into our room we had rented bikes we'd bring the bikes up into our room because the guy was like don't leave these anything it's stolen and we would lean them up against the door so that no one could come in like that's how fucking scared we were of this place i'd have to walk out of the bathroom and shit every night one night i'm going to the toilet in the middle of the night and in the hallway there are like all these exposed pipes in the hallway and one has burst in the hallway and there's an old woman standing under it she could be anyway. She could take like two steps forward. She's not in the water. Two steps back, not in the water. She's standing under it, going, "Ah, Jesus!" And Christ. it was like flickering lights and shit. And I'm like, "Oh shit, this is fucking." And I've got to walk through her in the rain in the water. And I'm like, "Are you okay?" Like I'm trying to get out. And she's like, "Ah," and she's like, doesn't want to get. So I just like have to like scooch around this old bird as she's just like standing in the water. Oh my god! Yeah, dude. America is so like that, though. Like America's they're just fucked, fucking man. weird. Like dude, San Fran's still like that. Apparently, my brother tells me San Fran's even Jake. worse. Yeah, it's a, dude. No. And all the fucking like pharmacies and shit. They've got those little security tags and everything in cupboards. Like you couldn't buy a bottle of deodorant without. Dude, like, walking down the street in San Fran, very close to where we're staying, with a metal pole, this humongous six foot five dude. Walking down the street, dragging this metal pole along all of the cages across the windows of the stores, just banging it and fucking staring at people and threatening people and shit. And we were like, where the fuck are we? I'm pretty sure there's an app now for San Fran of like human poo on the streets. <laughs> oh my God. Where you can like. Well, the you know, amount of like. It's like ways. Homeless people. Shit. Nothing against homeless people. My mum works at a homeless shelter. Like, I've got nothing against. Wayside homeless. Chapel. But the snap, amount. Snap crap. Huh? Snap, Snap crap. crap. There you go. Is the app, yeah. I mean, is that is that because San, I mean, obviously San Fran has poop, but is that it's because Silicon everyone Valley wants to be a, yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone wants to start up. It's a Silicon Valley <laughs> cunt just trolling him going, yeah, yeah, this yeah, is a yeah, funny yeah. app. Yeah. Take me two seconds to make. <laughs> but, like, even if you're in, like, the nice areas of San Fran, you're like, there is a gazillion homeless people around here or people who, you know, just, I don't know if they're homeless or not, but just... Yeah, like, and this is meant to be like the nice kind of like. It was. I don't need it anymore. Big not day rose. Not uh, that there's anything wrong with homeless people, but you go going. But like, you go around, and then there's some guy going like, "You got a dollar for a vet," and you're like, "Uh, like really? Technically, I don't. I'm on a shoestring budget, but can I? Yes, technically, I can spare a dollar for a vet. Yeah, and this is in like the nice cities, right? Like where these aren't even in the like the the Rust Belt kind. Yeah, of but area. I actually think now, like the, and I say this based on what probably a couple of Rogan episodes, <laughs> but like that, like L.A. and fucking like this, the homeless problem in L.A. and shit is like actually, and and places like San Fran is actually like fucking. Well, yeah, like insanely bad. The homeless people go there because, firstly, like the weather's pretty medium. Like homeless yeah, people in New really York rainy. in winter would probably literally die. You'd think it like kills like a bunch. Yeah, of them. like you'd freeze to death. So they go there because the weather's good, and because yeah. it's like a very Democrat, it's a, it is like a more welfare forward state than the rest of the U.S. Can't, uh, but state. don't they just let but, them but like post up everywhere? Well, so it's you like, get better it, welfare, you... state to state type things. Yeah, yeah they're all yeah, independently. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, like, there's better homeless facilities and stuff. Like, there's things like safe injecting rooms and things like that yeah. in California. So, it's, like, yeah. it's a better place for... Plus, it's, like, they're a rich city, so they think, yeah. you know... The only thing... The only problem that I have here is that I'm, I'm hearing this from Dave, who, whilst I know Dave is an informed gentleman, that he is more of a 
violently left-leaning apologist for like yeah. you know giving people needles and fucking all that. Like, so yeah. I don't entirely. Know. I know, but I'm somewhere in between. And you you're in two. between me and Dave, yeah, right? Yeah, and so yeah, I don't know yeah. where. I don't know how true. Dave's any of it like, is. let everyone do everything, give them needles. Yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. Jordan Peterson, father. <laughs> <laughs> Clean your room. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I will. Clean my You're room. right. I do need to stand up straighter. <laughs> <laughs> Tuck your shirt in. <laughs> the Marxists are taking over the world. Ah, oh, shit. Is there anyone in the middle? God damn it. <laughs> no, but yeah, I'm in the middle of you two, so uh, yeah, and funny. I'm in the middle, so, <laughs> and you're in the middle, and so, I'm, yeah. I'm lost in the middle. <laughs> Since my brother's moved to San Fran, he's like anti, so anti-democrat now. He's like, they suck, they can't control the city. We need like authoritarian rule and to shoot the homeless people and stuff like that. Did I mean, he you doesn't actually say shoot that, the homeless people. He doesn't actually say that. Damn, dude, that's a difference of opinion. But that's in the, the problem with Ameri- like America. Is it's so like over here? It's like oh, vote Labor, vote fucking Liberal, whatever. No one gives a shit over there. It's just like I'm a fucking blue blood. I'm a red blood. Like and it's, it's like chill the fuck yeah, out for a second. It's certainly way you, more intense yeah, over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Just like they're like, I hate identity politics, but I hate Democrats. And you're just like, that's the same thing. <laughs> that's the exact same thing, dude. Like, what are you talking about? But Shut it's, up. It's 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 funny because like here, and I will like I've voted for both sides since I've been able to vote. So like I don't fucking, you know, I don't know. Like I don't have any. Real, to be honest, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing 90 percent of the time. Yeah, but, same. but like you know, I've got friends who are staunchly will only vote liberal and staunchly only vote, vote labor. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a, it's almost a point of humor within a friendship. Yes. You know what I mean? Like where you bag each other out. Where it's like you find that someone who votes maybe liberal is usually will do everything their dad says always. Right? Well, it's usually like... Because their dad did. That's like the... Th- that's, or at least that's the thing that I pay out fucking... Yes, but it's like usually for. in our circle, if you're voting liberal, it's like your family's come from some decent money and they don't want the taxes, right? Like that's basically... Well, fuck... But even then, I would, I've never excavated their <laughs> yeah. family's opinions yeah. enough to even fucking know. But you would presume, know. right? I just yeah. assume it's because they're old cunts and like that's like, you know what I mean? Like my old man would be a liberal voter, but like he didn't come from money. So it's not like he came yeah, up from some to, area yeah, yeah, where yeah, it was yeah, yeah. like, you know, oh, this is the way it goes. Well, my dad's like a my dad's more left than Dave. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh fuck, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you're up, look, lefty's, lefty is left, and that's not his name. His name is Lefty. Yeah, like, his name is literally Lefty. Like literally. That's uh, funny. <laughs> Dave wishes his name was Lefty. Yeah. Dave's going to change his name. Yeah, but, um, but yeah. It is funny. But yeah, Americans are just a whole Americans lot. are just a whole other... That's the beauty other. of the country, right? They were like, I respect them in the sense that like, whatever you like about the Western world, they have that on steroids, good or bad. Whatever you do like or don't like, and then everything in between. But then with all that shit, there's just the extremes. It's of, chaos. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. One of those, like, I Even when I was in America, I never felt comfortable. No. You know what I no. mean? Like, you don't feel comfortable. The fact that it might seem silly, but like I, I almost had, and like I'm not a panic attack guy, mm. and I've never really had one, but I was like, and granted I was, I think I was stoned, but I was wigging out. I went to the cinemas uh, in the US to see Day After Tomorrow or some shit. What's that one with Tom Cruise where he kept coming back? Oh, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Great film. It is a good film. It's actually really good. No, it is good. actually a yeah, good film. Yeah, yeah, I spent the entirety of that film wigging out someone was going to come in and shoot us up. Oh, yeah. That's you know what, what I mean? Yeah. Every time I was on a bus and someone was weird, I'm like, do you have a gun, gun? Like, 
it's not a country, and it's not purely just because of the, the their, their like gun laws, but it certainly has a lot to do with it. But like, I just never could truly settle in America. They're just weird. Like, I remember I was in like some New Orleans like hostel pool. Or Again, something. someone got shot the night before we were in New Orleans. But like, just they're so weird. Like these guys who it would seem quite normal, like down to earth, and we're just like chilling in the pool, like drinking fucking cocktails, and they're like, "Let's play a game," and I'm like, "Yeah, sweet, whatever." And they're like, "Let's like." Yeah, um, they were like naming people on banknotes. Like they were like so patriotic that they were oh, like, no. and then they're like, "What about your banknotes?" I'm like, "I don't know who the f- I know the no. Queen's on a lot of it. Is Edmund Barton or someone like? Or is like, it Marbo? <laughs> is, is it no, nah, not Marbo. There's I know a few there is of them. an Indigenous gentleman. On yeah, there's one of da- David Unipoin like, is on the fifty. Yeah, yeah, but the, David Unipoin, who I think he was a I don't want to get yeah, it we'll on, just but, get who exactly what um, Dave was. But like the fucking guy on the twenty dollar note, I wouldn't know who the fuck that but is. But they're just like Banjo weird, Patterson's yeah. on the ten. Is it Banjo Patterson? Banjo's on the ten. Yeah, I Edith like Cowan, yeah. I think, is on the ten as well. Well, there you go. The, Dave's a bit of a note guy. Who's that bald? He looked like Brian Henderson of uh, Newsreader fame on the twenty. R.I.P. Brian Henderson. Shout out to New Orleans. If anyone's it's going to America yeah. at all, and you don't. Go to New Orleans, you are an idiot. Yeah. I hate to say it, you ha- like everyone's yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously gonna go like LA, New York. LA's a shithole. You know, maybe a bit of Texas. But if you want to have like the most fun of like a mixing pot of like you cultural know cultural experience. Yeah, like awesome jazz music, whatever the cross kind of used to be like weird French shit. Yeah, what's, Cajun it called? what's, shit. what's the street called? Bourbon Street and Frencham yeah. Street. And like Bourbon Street is a bit sort of like King's Crossy, yeah. very touristy. But then yeah. Frenchman, the Frenchman's Quarter or the French Quarter or whatever. Yeah. It's yeah. Like there's a few of those places where like you get there was a place called uh Bacchanal, I think, where me and Steph and Henry, uh Twenty Wells and Maddie we went when we were all staying there. And it was this house and you walk into the entrance of the house and in the front entrance it's like a bottle shop. Like there's all these like but it's like a house converted. All this booze in there. And all this cheese and meats and shit. And you go and you pick all of it out. And then you take it up to the counter. And they give you a table number, I think. Or they just, you give it to them. Then you just go out. And out, it's just a backyard. This huge backyard with tables everywhere. And just like this jazz band in the middle of this fucking backyard. Yeah. And you go and sit at your table. And then they'll bring out all the shit you ordered. And you just sit there while they're just are like busting away on trumpets and double bass fucking. It was so sick. Yeah. I had more the like single man's. New yeah, Orleans yeah, yeah. taste. No, I realize where, that. Yeah. <laughs> where it's more. You and I were on the same holiday, but on different holidays. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you guys have the. I, I, I would love You the, guys enjoy your cheese and double bass. I'm going to try to find I'm going to have a fuck. hand grenade. Literally, that's what they call a hand grenade. You walk down the street and they give you a hand grenade. Well, you buy a hand grenade. It's just this big old green plastic grenade thing that they've filled with basically every fucking top shelf liquor. Yeah, it's you a can rocket fuel. And you just have that. You whack a bit of Tammy Impala on the bloody jukebox, go, I'm from Australia. Everyone loves you. You go out, it's 6 a.m. You don't yeah. know what you're doing. And, like, my favourite thing is you could be having a dart and a drink in, like, one of the jazz mate. clubs. I'd kill for a cigarette. And you would just... I would. You'd be there, and you're like, you want to go to another one, and you'd go out, walk out there, and there'd be the other bar... And they'd be like, get over here. I'm like, oh, I've just got to finish my drink and cigarette. Like, man, this is New Orleans. This ain't Disneyland. Come on in. So you can, like, take <laughs> drinks from, like, one bar one to another bar, bar into yeah. the other bar with the duck. And you're just like, this is insane. Like, this freedom is. Freedom is what it is. It's freedom. And it's there's freedom. just live music everywhere. And it's just a weird mix of everything. There's everything. a lot to be said for freedom on that level where it's like, why can't I walk yeah. from this bar with this beer in a glass <laughs> cup and a cigarette in my mouth into your establishment? Yeah. I'm going to 
fucking if you let me in, I'm gonna fucking spend some money in here. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And if you give it to me in plastic, like you know, like I, I'm not gonna go and glass someone on the street. No, it's so. not. They don't even have that. You know what I mean? Well, they it's got guns, so I mean, it's probably a little yeah. more extreme. Like again, an Australian got shot in the mouth the the night before we got there, but the whole streets alive like i wonder if it's like that literally every night or i think it's like it is summer but that's what i mean by like america there were jazz bands like dancing down the street but there's like a gazillion cities in america where we've got like sydney melbourne brisbane and if you want to count the others as a city sure but like and there's not like a huge difference between all of them no we only have three yeah. cities in this country sydney <laughs> melbourne brisbane and then over there, there's like fucking I don't know how many. Like California has LA, San Fran. Well, like, three hundred like, <laughs> fucking million people. But so every city has its own. Like every fucking state in America may as well be speaking a goddamn different language. That's how yeah. different they are. And then so you can find these pockets where like okay, this city's about this, and this city's about this, and this city's about that. Yeah, and New Orleans was well, it was again, just about red light were, district. Fun whether you were chasing tail or whether you were trying to find a nice <laughs> cheese fucking board. cheese board <laughs> and double bass player with a saxophone, you could do it all. But seriously, we came back. Steph and I came back, and we were like, and thank God we didn't because the hospitality industry is far too fucking stressful. But I wanted to open like a. New Orleans inspired fucking restaurant. In yeah. Sydney. Oh, mate, but their food, like Hick and I, this again, this is pre like smartphones being like up to date where you can just like type in an address and get there. I was trying to search because I love like that Cajun food shit, like crabs and all that shit. Yep. And I was Shout like, where's the, the best one? And so we were staying like 20 minutes out of like the main area of New Orleans up from like there and then there was this like apparently like epic local place to go get all this cajun food and we literally like walked like i printed off off the printer like the the directions because that's what you had to do and we were walking like through like like essentially like oh this is like x like hurricane kind of territory yeah, you can see the fucking like, that was crazy this is fucked and we literally crossed like the railway tracks and it's like are we in like the, the dodgy part now and then we got there and I was, we got there and great deal. Like we got two turkey necks, four crabs, two pounds of crayfish, two pints of PBR for $10 each. Dude, you guys were but, living so like, didn't you guys feel a, uh, you know, like the plastic that bread comes in? They like, is in like when you get a loaf of bread, like it comes oh, yeah. in a plate. Him and fucking Hickey, didn't you feel like that with spaghetti at some hostel? <laughs> I swear you did. <laughs> I swear you Maybe fucking... No, did. you did, bro. You filled fucking one of those with spaghetti. <laughs> you were like fucking eating it and saving it and shit. We were living the bloody, you know, <laughs> fucking go find a car and God knows where you go. I don't. We had hot dogs a lot, but there. But when we got to this place, it was like, great. Sure, it was epic. But we were in like the hood. And I'm sure the hood is relatively safe, but when you have no idea about the hood as like 100%. just a just a Australian, an ignorant, an ignorant just Australian, ignorant person Australian who has no idea, you're like, okay, I'm fucked because like now everyone's coming up to us and trying to sell us like uh, like stolen goods, right? So like, hey, you want to watch? And there's like a, a bunch of watches, and you're like, oh, I've got a couple of silver rings on, and I'm yeah. like, my yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh. I was so petrified that I had to borrow the person who worked there's phone to call a cab because I didn't want to leave. Like, he and I are both like, this is fucked. Like, outside was just, it was like, I just, I'm sure I would have been fine, but it was like the hood. No, dude, like, 100%. We were in the hood. We had, a, we had a similar situation, which was, it was one of those ones where I realised, like, sort of maybe 
I don't know whether you'd say it's media necessarily or whether it's just like your upbringing, the sort of uh, the way that it would make, like the perception that you were fed and the thing, and however that was cultivated in your mind. And it was the same in New Orleans. We stayed in a couple of places while we were there. The first place we stayed in, really, again, like we fucking had fuck all money and it was a Airbnb in a house where a guy was living and it was just out the back and it was this room with a thing. But it was what it... it was what I perceived the hood to be. Yeah. And it was just outside of the French Quarter. And it was in an area where they said it was it could be dodgy. So you had to be careful. Yeah. But again, like, you know, what what needs to happen for that to be classified as dodgy, I'm not sure. So as we drove through and they pulled up to this place and everything was very like dilapidated and shit. And it just felt it just felt etch again based on the preconceptions you had. And then as we pulled up, there was a family like on the fucking stoops. It was like a family, but like it didn't see, it just felt like a, there was this like intense vibe right out the front of our house and we wigged it. And we were like, holy shit, what are we doing? Is this dangerous? We don't know if it's dangerous, don't know what to do. And told the driver just to do another loop while we tried to work out what we were doing and tried to like, I guess just deal with the way we were feeling in that moment. And then we're like, maybe we try and book somewhere else. And so we were sort of looking around and the, just so happened that when we were in New Orleans, it was like this humongous festival weekend. And so like everything in the whole town was booked. And we just went, fuck it. We got we to stay here. We go back and we, we pull up and we get out. And again, Steffi in her fucking bright rag ha- handbag cowboy hat on. I'm fucking, couldn't be wider. <laughs> and we started chatting to these, like we just, as we're walking in, the family's there and we sort of say good day. And they were just a, just a sweet, everyone was just sweet and lovely and normal. And it was like, oh, yeah. I'm an idiot. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been misled. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And normally those areas. That's what traveling does, though, yeah, yeah. I think. Traveling is good for that. Speak- where you go, oh, okay, I'm actually just a fucking idiot. Everyone, 90% of people are just people. Yeah. And it's going to be, and it's all good. Yeah. Sp- speaking in New Orleans, I just popped into my head because I was actually going around New Orleans with double bandaged hands oh you went after new york <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah. i had <laughs> oh my God. i have some weird proclivity to just get fucking dumbass injuries <laughs> that was particularly <laughs> bad but was that after you'd been thrown up as well that yeah same? so like so yeah, yeah. Well, I, me and hick friend of the show month driving around god knows where america we go to new york to meet tom steph henry maddie was hamish uh no no and so we're obviously very excited when we fly in. And so the first night leads to like a blowout because uh, we got in late at night. But I did eat a burger on some shit airline. I'm putting it down to this. So then we, we have a blowout. We get there late blowout. Next day we go to dinner. And I didn't eat anything all day because it felt a bit weird. And then we go, we, we're staying in somewhere in Brooklyn, Williamsburg. Dinner's in Manhattan. So it's like fucking half an hour away or some shit. And then at dinner... I just start feeling like, oh, like what? Like I feel fuck. Like I'm starting to sweat, and I'm just like, but like I, I'm like too like self conscious even from my friends to like really tell everyone how I'm feeling. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then you I'm look go, green. Bro. I go to the bathroom, and I'm just like, oh, like oh, I like I try throw up, and I can't throw up, and I'm like, oh god. And then I go back to the table, and I'm like, look, guys, I'm just gonna get a cab back. And they're like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. 
And then, which you're obviously not, I, because I, you're leaving I'm where we all are. Obviously, fuck not. I've to just, go home you just ordered this okay. hundred dollar goddamn each meal or whatever. I'm like, don't worry about me. I'm going, I'm going back. And I get into a cab, and I know we're staying on like Manhattan Street in Brooklyn or something, which apparently is like a kilometre long. I don't know the intersection. And we got, I'm going over the bridge in the cab, and I'm like, just pull over. I've never projectile vomited in my entire life, not once, not even felt slightly to project i got out of the cab and just vomit was spurting from my fucking mouth i'm like oh my god and then cab obviously just drives off doesn't want anything to do with me and i can't get another one because every three minutes the cab just drove off yeah every three minutes i start vomiting and i'm like what the fuck i'm just trying to ask people like where are the directions to manhattan street or whatever and people like oh maybe that way and again like like phones weren't what they were phones weren't what they were and then i I, you got burner phones in america just so you can make calls exactly so i can't and i can't call these guys because like i don't like i tried a couple of people like again phones aren't what they were today i don't know what what happened found manhattan street but when it was the reason why the phones when you got there it was like You'd go and buy a flip phone. Yeah. You just go buy a burner flip phone, get a US SIM card, and that was it. It wasn't no like global roaming yeah. shit. Yeah, exactly. And then so I can't even type Man, this thing in. Afford it, I assume. And I'm like, where's? I knew there was a white castle nearby, and I'm trying to find. I'm throwing up everywhere. This goes on for about an hour. Finally, find the apartment. But did I ask for a fucking key to the thing? Obviously not. Mm-hmm. So I'm out front of the apartment waiting for everyone to come home after their big exciting dinner night out <laughs> as i'm lying up against a tree vomiting in between i got so far down the vomit train that i went beyond bile and then like weird rice shit start popping up i didn't eat any rice but like that's how fucked i was never been this sick in my entire life yeah, anyway you, were, you weren't in a good way they get home this isn't the injury by the way um, no, no, no. We got a while to go, don't. And then New York they, wasn't good to serve. They get home. It was thirty-six hours of same shit that just. But said. no, but like the thing is, because when we did get home, and I think we maybe have kicked on because we had a rooftop. It was a cool fucking apartment. Oh, it's an amazing rooftop. But well, you, we'll get to that rooftop yeah, yeah, in yeah, a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. The story we'll goes to the rooftop. Anyway, the, the story does make its way to the rooftop. But you were like, the apartment was like essentially almost like one huge room. And there was like a couple of bedrooms that were like, you know, separate partitions. Built into the... Built into the facade of the whole room. And then... So like, you imagine like one of them was like, there was stairs that would, like a ladder that would just go up to the whole roof. But halfway up the ladder, there was like a fucking dent in the wall and there'd be a bed there. It was like a submarine almost. You know, and you're climbing up these, this ladder and you're like, oh, here's a little bedroom cabin, you know, captain. And here's this and here's that. And eventually there's this rooftop. But you, but there's no one, there's no one... That I've ever come across louder. Because remember we went to Fiji and you got sick as well? Yeah. Like, I've heard you in the throes of vomiting a few times. Yeah. There's no one louder. But this vomiting was like the no, worst. No, I know. I was like, I went and checked myself in the hospital. But you're I'm in the bathroom and you like, in America. Ah! And we're all like, oh, fuck, dude. Are you all right? No, like, I was not you gonna- fine. Like, <laughs> I, was, I was the least fine I've been in my entire life. And then- <laughs> I'm not okay. And then I took a couple of days to heal. I was watching, you know, movies while everyone was going out, seeing the sights. I'm like, leave me, leave me here. Anyway, me. by the time I'm finally feeling better, the couples go off and do their thing. We went off to see the uh, Mormon fucking Broadway. No, this thing, is right? Book of Mormon. Wasn't no, that, no, no I, this I came to that. I'm saying the couples went off and did their thing in the day. Me and Hick did our thing. And then there was only two keys to the apartment: two couples, two single dudes. Who do you think get the keys? None of the the single dudes, obviously the ones left out. Yep. And then 
we're going to see Book of Mormon that night, and it's fucking hot in New York, like so 40 hot. degrees, muggy shit, in just summer. concrete everywhere. And I'm sweating, and he can sweating, and we're like, well, we need to go home and have a shower. And because we can't communicate with everyone, we get home and, like, no one's at home. Got an hour or two to Book of Mormon. We can't get home. We need to get in. And I was like, well, again, as we said, there's an apartment and then there's a rooftop. I was like, well, let's go to, like, a hardware and try find a rope and go to the opposite building and I'll fucking abseil onto the roof because I'm pretty sure we left the rooftop, like, latch open. We left the rooftop latch open. And then so we, like, there was, like, hardware, like, 10 minutes away. We just walked and found one and found this thin fucking rope. It was more like string. It was basically string. And then we go to the building next door and then they have an open lobby and then so we go up the staircases and then we find a window and we look down and we can see our, uh, our, our like rooftop thing. And I'm like, all right, he, you tie it around you. And we, we tie it around him and then I'll go out the window and abseil down. This is such a 20-year-old behaviour. I like, fucking abseil like a goddamn god. Like I was going down, feet against the wall, just fucking cheering, just like, I know how to do how this. How far down yeah, was how, it? No, how far high off the ground Yeah, was that's it? what yeah. I mean. Like, it would be as high as this. So how high is that? About that's fucking five metres, six metres? Yeah, yeah. That's at least I'd say that's even more like eight. More than, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Probably <laughs> five, six, <laughs> like eight yeah. to ten metres. Yeah, so about eight to ten metres high up. Dude, I'm cheering. That's ten metres? Yeah, where are you that's getting ten five, metres. six from? That's yeah. ten metres. Yeah, so, but like my tactic was it, was, it was just like go down, loop it around a hand, go down, loop it around a hand because it was fucking thin rope. Silly. And then... Where I was landing was, it was like at a, uh, there was like a door below me with a railing and like three steps. So I could, it wasn't just one flat landing. I just had to like get it exactly. You had to stick your landing quite. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I was just like a, just a bit above the door. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just kick back a little bit and and, and go normal. Push way. out and drop. Push, push out and drop. Because I hadn't climbed a rope in so long. I forgot about rope burn. So I held onto the rope the whole time and I... The thing I held onto it tight, and my palms just disappeared. Like it was. <laughs> Didn't you? But he had it wrapped around one of his hands, and then high, and so it like I thought it like fucking constricted one hand, just went like yeah, and like took all the skin oh. off one hand, and the other hand had the burn on it from holding it. And oh, I just no, and I remember getting the burn out and I go ah, oh, and Hickey goes, you made it. His head's out, you know, ten meters above. You made it. I'm like fuck and then i'm trying to explain to him what happened but to let him in i still have to <laughs> climb down the big old fucking <laughs> the submarine ladder, ladder to let him in and i let him in and i'm just like give me like i'm just getting shots of vodka panadols give me everything everything and as hickey's like trying to figure out what's going on and trying to like somehow treat me then they all the couples walk in with their keys and go hey we're going to book a moment i'm like oh my <laughs> fucking god his if hand, i just waited five, five minutes, minutes his <laughs> hands were fucked dude like they were disgusting like all the skin gone and he just had bandages on him that looked did you go to the doctors for that or did no you? fuck no because i knew like you get it back in insurance so you have to pay like five oh, grand right, i didn't yeah. even have that that's in my a problem account. with america as well yeah. fuck that country dude <laughs> What, a guy can't even abseil into a fucking Airbnb? <laughs> scrape skin off his hands? Give so then I'm in fucking New Orleans with these giant bandages around my hands. Right. Just like, I'm here to party. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Just don't touch me. Dude, you and me have made light work of this street. It oh, took it's way easy. longer. It's easy in this, this sort of temperature. 
summer. Have I'm we got any more creature. butts in the fridge? Yeah, I think we got another two or so. Okay, good. I just, I mean, I'm not. It took, it took me a straight three hours to get through fucking one of these things. Oh, really? Well. No, I can drink rosé like a bloody... Well, dude, of course you can. Big day rosé. Have Magnums. you got that... I mean, obviously you got your rosé, but that Bendal. Bon- from, oh, yeah. Not that we have to have it. I'm just wondering well, if it's still here. have a look at it. Cause Cause we're not going to have it now. No, we're not going to have it now. But this is where I first got... I mean, I know you've been in rosé for I don't know how long, but when I first got Well, I think this rose, was sort of when we all did. Was we were when 20 we years old. Went to France... 20 years old. Bracey filming Precious Cargo, whatever that fucking movie was. Was it called Monte Carlo? Monte Carlo. With We're in Selena Monte Carlo. Gomez. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. We're in Monte Carlo. And um, the French dudes who were the drivers who were like... Clement? Clement and all these guys who were like... Who's you know, the other guy? They must have been about our age now, but they, were, they liked us. No, they did. They were fucking cool. So all the drivers on uh, the film were like these French dudes who were... Yeah, put it under because you may pound it afterwards. Um, so Bracey, friend of the show, Luke Bracey, most of you will know, he was a good friend of ours, we all went to school together, and then he's hot as shit, he gets fucking, he's an actor, he becomes an actor out of nowhere, he was a good footy player, became an actor, gets this movie Monte Carlo, and so we all fucking go over there to have a bit of a rip with him. All the drivers on the film are a group of mates who, they... They were drivers on movies, like that was their gig, yeah. right? Like but they, they were had, like aspiring, like cinematographers, directors, all that. Yeah. Photographers. They all had like that sort of f- cinema interest. But as part of like being close to the business they wanted to work in, they were drivers on this movie. And so we became friends with Luke's driver. And again, it was so baller. Like we're getting driven around in fucking Mercedes. But I flew a helicopter into Monte Carlo. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. <laughs> And so we became friends with them, and then we would we would we would go and get we'd go and party with them and yeah. shit. And then one weekend we went up to Monte uh, to Monica. Uh, let's go, Khan, 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 whatever the film Can. festival yeah. is. Yeah. So we rented. Uh, uh, we had one of the cars from the film, and then we rented a Lotus. Yep. And then we just cruised from wherever the fuck. I don't know where Monte Carlo is in relation like to an Khan. hour or two yeah. away or something. Cruised up there, and then. <laughs> um, we were just going for a big night. It's, to be honest, still one of the funnest nights I've ever had in my well, life. Well, we hadn't booked accommodation because we planned on just bendering through the, the whole entire night. night. Who did, though? Because we did find our way back to no, accommodation. No, Paddy, Paddy, who was with us, who he checked out, I don't know, maybe 2 a.m., and he, he wanted accommodation, but he booked it, but we didn't know where it was. So, anyway, we get down there, and... Because we were, and obviously these guys had like, the, the drivers had, this wasn't their first rodeo in terms of being on film. They were calling all these places and being like, hey, we're from the crew of Monte Carlo, like, can we tee up some shit? So we got like all these fucking dope tables and shit at different places. So there was that first place we went to, which was just like some like, we got a huge fucking thing of champ. Do you remember like the first like bar we went to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were, we were getting... Magnums of everything. Yeah, it was just like magnums being delivered. To your table. Everything being delivered. we went to like this tiny little back street and had like a really lovely, like authentic, like French Real nice escado, like the the, the snails are almost in like plates that had little snail holes. They were amazing. And all that shit. Then it was like, oh, um, (laughs) fucking T-Pain was playing. (laughs) And so they called up whoever the fuck was running that. And then we got a table 
He was playing in this Not club. Not only that, when we came in, we there was like a club that was sold out. It was like neither rocks with people out the front who couldn't get in. We rocked up <sighs> in these cars and then every one of us was like escorted in by like a beautiful French lady. That's like right. I forgot about like, that. What's going on here? Like A I'm, French 10 just walking yeah, yeah, yeah. in. You're like, oh a my God. A French 10 just like sat us down and then there was, was that for the, was that, but Was that at the T-Pain thing? Or was that, that was at the T-Pain thing. Yeah, that was thing. at the T-Pain yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. French 10s walked us in to the T-Pain gig. Again, 20 years old, zero game. It's like we were fucking cool. No, but we, I was probably cooler than I am now though. Admittedly. Way cooler, yeah. but it was, but I, but like, I didn't feel cool at the time. Well, like you kind of did. I felt cool No, I felt then, cool you know in that I mean? moment. It was about 15 kilos less. Yeah, long yeah, 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 fuck yeah, yeah. No, no, you, you could know. get around without your shirt. And yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah, 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 shirt. yeah, yeah. But it was, you're right. You didn't feel uncool. You felt cool. No, we weren't like the loser nerd. I'm more of a loser now than I was then. Way more of a loser now. Where most people are the opposite. I'd be overwhelmed in that situation. Most people, you see a photo of them when 21, you're like, you working around like that at 21, dude? What were you doing? They were your glory years. You look like a nerd. Now I'm the opposite. Yeah, yeah, we've gotten way less cool. But so they took us into T-Pain and we were like, this is bizarre. We obviously also weren't huge T-Pain fans, but you're not turning that down. No, but it wasn't about T-Pain. It wasn't about T-Pain. It was about wearing like this movie world right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we get in there and we had, so it was like a club, but there were tables and shit. And the front table right next to the stage was what they'd given to us. And we were like, oh my God, what am I, P. Diddy? So we're in there ripping. And is Ethan Hawke meeting us here? <laughs> Where's Ethan Hawke? Is he coming later or what? <laughs> it's an older person joke. Sorry. Ethan Hawke, obviously not No, cool. just P. Diddy because he got rejected from P. Diddy's party. Oh, that's right. <laughs> And he cried, didn't he? Yeah, Poor bastard. Like anyway, so we're there and it's it's cool. At one point, Bracey, again, being fueled by a 20-year-old like bravado and we were all like, this is mad, walked on stage mid-set with T-Pain and like <laughs> slapped him down. Yeah. Remember that? We were like, this is fucking ridiculous. But they kept bringing us magnums. This is where it actually ties in. Magnums of rosé, magnums of Belvedere, magnums of champagne. And we were like, again, dumb 20-year-old sinking... Oh, this is because we're with the guys from the movie. This is all free. Yeah. Not free. Not free. This is where it hurt. Not free. And they come up at the end of the night and they're like, the bill's like five grand. And we were like, "Uh, (laughs) I'm 20 and I've never even earned five grand. I just had to pay a thousand euros two days before to a drug dealer in Morocco trying to make me a mule. (laughs) So I have to fucking... Now I've got a double tap. Like half a budget's gone in three days for a three-month trip. But dude, we didn't pay for it. So we were like, uh, well, we can't afford that. We don't have any money. So the poor bastards who are the drivers, shout out to Clement and the rest of them, they had to fucking foot the fucking five grand bill for us losers who have rolled in when technically Brace, you should have paid for it. Well, we, we just went <laughs> along with it. The funniest thing about that night, though, is that we all like split up eventually and we all had these aspirations of going all the way through. And I, I, I pretty much made it to sunrise. But eventually I just like nestled myself into my shoes on the sand. Woke Didn't up you to swim a- onto a boat with a chick? No, me and a chick did go on to a boat. <laughs> But it turned yeah. out the owners of the boat were living on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Onto the, one of the yachts, and you're like, oh, sorry, sir. I thought this, <laughs> I thought this was my I'm boat. I'm in Bay 18. Like, <laughs> it says 19. <laughs> They're like, get the fuck off my boat. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Very much so. I tried to sneak onto like a billionaire's yacht. <laughs> 
with a girl and yeah, yeah, got caught out. That didn't go how you'd think. No, you'd but hope. I, you know, she eventually left, and um, I just I fell asleep on the sand, and I woke up. With a perimeter of at least five meter circumference around me of a packed can cans beach yeah, with families like, and shit around me. I'm like, oh my god. We all lost each other. Yeah. Uh, when yeah. we left, cause I did go through and then like the sun was up and me and Bracey left and we were walking down the street. Then we were going we were like, let's go get a like an Irish coffee, let's go to a cafe and just fucking get something, you know, just something to keep us going. And then I realized I'd lost my phone because it was a—it's a long fucking beach, dude. Mate, it was fucked. Like, cause I—I was—I woke up on the beach, phone dead, no money. I had like ten euro, and I spent most of it on water. And I woke up going like, I have no idea. Like, I—I I mean, I'm in a city where I don't have a phone, and I don't know where anyone is, and we don't have any home base, and I just. I spent. I went and spent. We know we did it. We must have had a home base because I found my way home. At some no, because point. Paddy had gone that night and got something. He got something that night. I don't know how I got back there. No, but what happened is, is that I just went back from the beach, got my water, and sat in a bench, going, "How the fuck do I get back to Monaco?" And then I turned as I'm drinking my water, and you were sitting about thirty With meters. With an old woman, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And I was like, "Oh, there's right. Tom. Fucking okay. Let's let's start piecing this shit together." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I lost, I lost Bracy. I went to I, we were at the cafe, and I went, "Dude, I got to go find my phone." I ran up the beach. I then come back down the beach, and Bracy's left the fucking cafe. And I'm like, "Oh my god." He'd obviously gone to sleep on the beach. I'd gone to sleep on the beach. You'd gone to sleep on the beach, all separately. And then I'll wake up going, where the fuck are we? What are we doing? i got no phone. I'm sitting next to an old bird on a bench. And I just go to her. I'm like, ouais la time? <laughs> she tells me the time in French. And I'm just like, just let me see your watch. And then thank Christ I found you. But I don't know how we found Paddy. Did we borrow a phone or something? I think we might have. I think because Paddy found the accommodation late at night, he might have sent through a an message and address. And then I, I'm pretty sure you went to a cafe somehow. Someone's some, phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but then we vibed the it. We vibed, yeah, vibed it. it. Like we oh, walked. Oh, but you got to vibe it back in those days. Like, and that's what like being young in those days. Hate to harp back to those days, like an old man. But like, considering when it was you, like eight years ago. Yeah, when you had to vibe your way around. When you when you couldn't just type something in. And no, I don't want to go back to them. I'd prefer to just type in what the fuck I need to do now. I'm too old to do that stuff. But it was fun vibing it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. also, I think the fact that it was only eight years ago, you could have typed something in if you could afford to go on global roaming. But we were very much flip phone operators. Oh, yeah. Motorola. Give me the fucking flip phone from Born Identity. Yeah. Give me, but, give but, me the Motorola from So that. we were so fucking hungover. We finally did make it back to, like, wherever the hell Paddy was staying. And we lay there and we slept for, like, maybe an hour or so before we then had to leave. But then do you remember we went to that beach and I didn't have any boardies. I didn't bring them. And the French guys lent me their boardies. And I'm like, I was just so much fucking thicker than these dudes. And to the point, you know, like the, the boardies where it's Velcro and then the lace up. Oh, yeah. So the Do thing was... exist anymore? Well, I don't know, dude. Probably not. Certainly not boardies that I've seen for Real a while. rusty vibes. Real rusty vibes, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. But... I was so fucking fat, or at least I was too fat for these boardies. Well, French are normally skinny yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, a, you know, I skew thick, but I couldn't even get the Velcro done up. So I'm laying on this beach <laughs> and my pubes are exploding out of the front of these boardies. 
as I just lay there and just try and like tie them up as tight as I can to cover the thing. But it's like I'm just laying there getting like washed like <laughs> on the pebbles like I'm this dead body and my pubes are just fucking all over it is, the It's shop. tough when you're in the Mediterranean and you're fucked because normally if you're over here you can just go get like washed away by the waves and let the waves are like bring you back. Mediterranean, just like lying in like a flat ocean, just like come yeah. on, come on, can you wash come, me around? Can, a can you bit, wake dude? me up by nearly killing yeah. me? Ocean, yeah, yeah. drown like, me, dude. Fucking try doing? nearly drown me, and I'll come back to life. I went to Bondi on like fucking Monday, and I almost drowned. Like yeah. if if I'm nothing's not, more invigorating than almost, almost drowning. drowning. If I'm not getting sucked <laughs> out in a rip, like what's the point? You need to be woken up. And the fear Take of me just back like to the sweet time, <laughs> hot nights. Ah, oh, traveling. Dude, that was comfortably the funnest. Well, not com- – it was – it's – yeah, maybe – I think it probably was the funnest night I've fucking had. Like, in terms was, of, like, it was in one, the country, yeah. romantic, It was one of those, notion. like, hangover movie nights where, like, you mm. you know, you have benders here, sure, whatever, it's fun, but, like, where you actually, like, don't know where you are, you lose people, everyone's got a different story at the end of the night that, you know, Bracey's somehow bringing us to all these high-class things, you're sneaking onto billionaires' yachts, you're getting yeah. kicked out, you're in oligarch territory, like, you know. Yeah, all it's, the- it's oligarch territory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, have a, having a fun time in oligarch territory. If you cross swords <laughs> with an oligarch, dude, like, that's Remember a Remember we snuck trip. onto that oligarch's property and they're like, what the fuck oh, are you that's doing? that's right, that's like, right. Oh, shit, like, they have a legal right to shoot, shoot you. you and you're like what yeah yeah they're like yeah they like, shoot we're people swimming in an here. oligarch's beach yeah like we fuck. jumped an oligarch's <laughs> fence and swam in oligarch's ocean <laughs> beachfront he was filming in the same fucking trip and the same uh they were filming down in the south of france and it was fucking beautiful this place this huge manor and we were just well, europe's most expensive building it was or like like estate estate yeah and like we were such, uh, like th- not not that we were pains in the ass, but we were like. Uh, it's like yeah. how many takes do you want to see Bracey doing something, or do you want to go? Yeah, jump? we don't give a fuck about. Yeah. We're like we're over watching you act with yeah. uh, you know the chick from Gossip Girl and like whatever. Let's and jump this fence. Let's jump this fence and go and swim in. Like we didn't think it was an oligarch's fucking. Beachfront. We I didn't even like, know what was, the word oligarch was back then. Well, it's barely fucking. I'd barely heard of it until probably this year. With all the Russian oligarch, you know. Drums. You gotta love, not love an oligarch. No, nah, you do. Yeah. Give me some If you're an oligarch. You res- like, if you're an oligarch, yeah. good for you. Uh, oligarchs are fucking interesting, though. They are. Like, I've read a book on how oligarchs formed and how Putin got power of them. It's fucking Red Notice. If anyone wants a good book on We've Russia. Got I've got that in my house. I thought Red Notice was that movie with uh, Jennifer No, Lawrence. that's the same name, but different movie. Red Notice is about, like, sum it up quickly, it's like... Russia used to be communist, right? So fucking the state owned everything. Like they owned every business. And then when they stopped being communist, they basically were selling all the businesses back to the people. And so they valued, and Russia's got to be like gas, oil, all mm. that shit. They basically valued the entire of Russia, the entirety of Russia. They were like, it was valued at like 10 billion, right? Which is nothing. Like, one of the companies is worth 100 billion now, right? Like, 10 billion, whole country. And so, what the oligarchs did, how the oligarchs formed, is that the way you would, they would sell businesses back through like a ticket sale, like a, like a live auction. So, people would go to an auction and you'd buy tickets to this business, you'd buy tickets to that business. But am I buying a percentage of the business? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the oligarchs would like, 
create like highway blockades, fires, tire fires, and all this shit, and just stop people from being able to come to the purchase the, of the, the purchases. So they grabbed up all of like Russia piece by piece. You like this and, guy? You love an oligarch, surely. <laughs> and then yeah. as they're doing this, I'm still crying about how we said it used to be communist, and now it's not. I just needed a moment. Yeah, well, no. well, you know what I mean. I was also like, I was like, isn't it kind of still? No, not at all. So it's not at all. No, nah, not at all. So why are you crying? Oh, because you're because a communist right now. It's yeah, not. right, gotcha. And then oligarchs are doing all this shit. And this book's written from the perspective of this like young American investment banker who's like stationed in Eastern Europe. And he's reading newspapers and shit like that. And he sees it like these share prices for these gas companies are going like for nothing, for nothing. And then so he has to, like, sneak in there and get past all this oligarch blockade shit and, like, raise money from Americans to start buying these shares and, and, and like, going, like, you can, like, 10x your money in, like, a day. And then so he's doing that. The oligarchs are doing that. And while Putin's just like, well, instead of going for all the fucking shares, I'm just going to go for the power. And then all this shit transpires where all three become intertwined. Putin, this American investment banker, the oligarchs. But then... Long story short, the oligarchs have all their money. Putin's got the power, and he basically used this American investment banker somehow. I won't get into the details, but to like expose them, and then the oligarchs are in a bit of trouble. And Putin goes to the oligarchs. He's like, "All right, you all give me half, and then you're all sweet." So that's why Putin's the richest man in, in the, the world. world. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But unofficially. Yes. Okay, I'm going to read that book now. It's at home. And that'll piss Steph off because she told me to read it. But <laughs> once a friend gives me the endorsement, then I'm definitely going to read it. Shout out to Ned Brockman, Punters Jewelers. He, um, his, uh, his Miss O'Jama put up a thing like she's, you know, talking to her followers and shit about like... Um, his run and her experiences and like just she was answering questions and then one of them was like did ned listen to podcasts and he's like yeah fucking hello sport yeah. basically that was all i listened to good. shout out sorry i was so late to not like i obviously got these last like week or two but when i was filming for the marathon men stuff and you guys are talking about Ned Brockman. And I, in my head, I automatically assumed you were talking about someone like Wim Hof or some sort of like crazy fucking dude who's like, I can't relate to some fucking, you know, yeah, weird some ass like, yeah, fucking some like Wim some Wim Hof style dude. Just quickly, dude. Sebo, sorry, just quickly. Uh, Streety, it took us three hours. Sebo and I, <laughs> it's taking us like 15 minutes. Big Day Rosé, <laughs> Magnum's on sale. HelloSport.shop. Yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, when it's this fucking good, yeah, you when can't. It's good, that was easy. If you ever want, if you're going to buy one of these, which I'm sure you are, just pay the four dollars at the server for the ice and keep it in the ice because it changes it. Like, what, no, you do. Yeah, you, I think yeah. just with any rosé, yeah. really, like yeah. it needs to be fucking as cold as you can be before it freezes. Yeah, like it just has to. It's the way to have rosé. Yeah, like get it on the ice because. It makes a world of difference. So much difference. Like, and you got to be the guy. If you rock up to a barbecue, whatever you're doing this summer, if you're rocking up to a barbecue, if you're rocking up to a round of golf, if you're rocking up to a bit of park cricket and you bring one of these fucking things because you're probably buying them. A round of golf, then, dude. Like, you, I'm respecting that. I'm saying, yeah, no, but bring like, that to a round When of golf. I go play at Bondi, I'll get, we'll get a, Street and I will get like a little plastic bag and we'll get the six pack and we'll go to the bar and get them to fill up with ice, right? So we keep it cold because you don't want to crack a beer in the fridge. No, you don't. Some warm fucking shit. So I'm just saying, whatever you're doing, like I'll take one of these magnums and play a round of golf, you know, like, but I'm just saying, ice it up. Let's do a round of golf with a fucking big day magnum 
and some gummies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, yes. Is Braden still filming you? No. Well, like, have you just, have you sacked Braden? No, I haven't sacked Braden. Again, he's a KPMG. No, I've been, I've been doing it all myself, except for the match player got like a, a pro in. So, Sorry, Braden. Um, wrecked. But no, we, sh- we could do, imagine like Big Day Rose karting, obviously. Yeah. And then. It's the only place you can drink drive. What, so if you have four players, four, four magnums. And, just and you just have to crew, it's got to be 18 holes though. And yeah, you film yeah. that. Well, actually, you know what? That's way too much. If you, I feel like it's got to be nine holes now. I said yeah. that. Nine holes, a magnum each. And just see how you go. Yeah, just see how you go. Because I think it's good vibes. Like, again, it doesn't have to be golf. We'll do golf. But, like, the summer vibe that this gives off, if you're doing cricket at a park or an actual comp like Last Man Stands, if you're doing golf, if you're going to the beach, you bring the ice. That's the important part of it. Because if, if you don't bring the ice, then you're going to be halfway through and go, ah. Golf bags these days all have an ice bucket, essentially. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what they're there for. That's not for you to fucking... It's not like, put something... Well, this is my opinion, anyway. Put something cold in here and we'll keep it cold. No, this is basically we've built in a fridge, but you give us some ice and... Yeah, yeah I load up the bucket. side... Because you've got the side pocket of the golf bag. You can easily fit that in it. Oh, yeah. No, and then, yeah, just fucking... Put ice Jam in. a fuckload of ice in there. Leave a bit of ice in there at the end. It's water, whatever. Well, it'll yeah. fucking seep out. Yeah, Big yeah, deal. Yeah. Big... Fucking deal. You got any more of that vape for a young dad? Yeah, um, we'll have a, ma- have a magnum day. Dude, I like that. We've also we got to do a golf day generally. Well, I'm, I'm in the midst of uh, maybe maybe collab but, or do own ones, but I've been, I've been sorting out a golf day. Well, I think it's, let's, let's continue that conversation. Yeah. Golf day is fucking fun. Golf shit. days are fun because I saw the um, Motorino boys do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I don't know whether George Rose was serious. I assume that he maybe wasn't. But I'm also like, those cunts at No Limit are so fucking like, you've got Paul Gallen fighting two guys in one night. Maybe they are serious. But when we put up that video of the golfers beating the fuck out of each other, I might as well just find what, what he said so that it makes sense. Or if one of you can get it up, go on yeah, our Instagram. Yeah. The hey. golf guys beating the fuck... Well, sorry, not beating the fuck out of each other. The golf guys in their argument. So he said... He commented originally, i got to play more golf. Yep. And yep. then um, your reply was, should hold their next event on the green at this golf course. And he was like, have you guys had a golf day yet? I'll set up at the 18th. Well, you should golf do. You into should fight, do a dribbler. into beers. But imagine a golf day where you go and play golf and then on the 18th there's a ring set up <laughs> and you go and you've played golf and you go and watch fucking professional fighters beat do the it. shit out of each other. You should but do it like a like it, you got the dribbler power. I'm doing my little breaking the ips one at like Bondi, right? So it's a little fun shit fun goat track course. But you should probably I think the Scottsdale boys had one at Moore Park like a year ago. They did like an Ambrose. You should do it at like a legitimate, like, you know, proper course. I'm not saying you need to get a ring set up there, but if you... There's a fucking dragonfly up there that will not stop flapping around. (laughs) How'd you get in here, cunt? Or actually, I know a guy who just bought the uh, Shadow... Probably he's a Halo Sport fan as well as... He bought um, the... uh, Him and his mates bought the place up in Terry Hills, the Underlights course. Par 3? Yeah, the Par 3. Kitchen Park? Yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. thing 
Yeah, you play yeah. nighttime golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's lights and, and it's shit. all par threes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a little fun course Open under till lights. About ten o'clock at night. Really? Yeah, you can yeah. take and like they and have shit. events. You can Dude, have music. Till 10 that, at night. Yeah. You know, that music. screams man, married men <laughs> fighting with their missos. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking do something there. All right, I'm out. I'll leave. I'm gonna go play golf. That's cool. Dude, I don't know whether... I'm going to ask. I mean, I'm assuming... I don't know if I'd have to make... Like, the thing is, I guess, from, like, a no-limit sense, like, they... Like, a fighter's going to... Like, how many people can you have at an event like that that are going to see... Like, it's got to be... It's got to make money, right? Or it's going to make sense for yeah. them. Like, but... I assume he wasn't serious, but... But why don't you do something George Rose, where it's I would like, love it if you were. That'd be I mean, one of my favourite moments in our... Uh, street is listening. I'm sorry, Street. I really am. Sorry, but, Street. Like, but one of my favourite moments was like one of our like, you know, cricket Centennial Park boozy days was when... Is in like thick ropes cricket? No, 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 no. Friends just like just us, us just kissing on. And because uh, like Street and I, great mates, competitive with each other. He's got a certain side of his competitiveness. Might be strength, yeah, mine's no, more like whatever. And then Streety back to back. Uh, challenged Burmo to like it was like peak, we spoke about this on yeah, the last it's like podcast. Pete Conor McGregor like he kept UFC trying to fight hype. Yeah. he kept trying to fight you and just watching Streety just get manhandled <laughs> by you was one of the funniest things. and like the first time it's funny like that's funny whatever the second time coming back from all, again, yeah, I was yeah. like nah this is hilarious <laughs> like this is actually hilarious now like um, yeah, so maybe it's just a charity event on the yeah, night yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 just charity mate corporate fight night yeah yeah you know need a real fight no, no, no. uh, get Streety to fight people he's gonna <laughs> lose to and like the enjoyment is him just getting dominated yeah because he's uh Streety, he's a strong dude and he's a hell of a fighter that's not my Listen, if it was a punch on yeah, him, he would have yeah. won but it was like we're obviously not gonna punch on with each yeah. other and again like again not throwing shade at Streety, but back well, no, in redfern okay. the uh the like arm wrestle things when you'd have like an arm wrestle you'd be drunk and you're like let's have an arm wrestle competition and then like everyone's just like yeah and she's like yeah, no, Streety, Streety fucking... I love him, though, for it. Because I'm as competitive with him just in different... That's what I was about to say. I was like, in fairness to Street, if there's a Monopoly game going, Sebo's the first to flip the table Exactly. when it's not going I'm not saying Streety, I'm exactly the same as him, just different different competitive fields. Yes. Streety more of a physically competitive... A more Monopoly guitar. Sebo will flip the table if you don't I won't flip the table, but I'll get angry. If I don't make a deal with you in Monopoly, you're like, what the fuck, dude? The game's getting stalled. Well, no, it's because bullshit. You're like, shut up, No, I'm not going to give you all of my railroads. because what I have to deal with when I play Monopoly is like very much a not, like very transparent. In fact, in my face going, I'm not giving you my railroads. As long as Seb doesn't win, we all win. So I have every fucking person not trading with me whatsoever. Which means that you're not a smart player. You need to not anger the people around. Yeah, but when I do win them, which I have, I'm going, fuck you guys. Every one of you made a pact not to beat me and I still fucking beat you on Monopoly, you fucking dickheads. About even Monopoly live stream? <laughs> might have to be. Might have to be. Bet with real money. Yeah, but Carly, uh, Hamish's... Carly also, yeah. Carly's fantastic you and Carly, Monopoly. You and Carly no, Monopoly like butt heads though. You two are like the... The like unstoppable force and immovable well, object. Because, yeah, because no, but like Carly's a great player because back in the back in the days, like you know, I was took it. 
over the top competitively. And I'm not saying she did, but she was either she did or she was very good, one of the two. But then you'd have Simi who just wanted to buy railroads the whole time. Simi like, P's a railroad it's like, utilities it's guy. Like, yeah, sure, I'll give you King's Cross <laughs> yeah, Station you know, for Mayfair. Here's the electric, like, what the fuck here's are you the talking electric about? works. And then you who just I has the attention span of a fucking goldfish when it comes to those games. Nah, dude, I'm like, and if I'm not, if, <laughs> if I'm not getting at least like if with Monopoly, if I haven't got anywhere from probably an orange to Mayfair. Like, fuck But off. you're useless at it. You're I'm useless. not useless. I can... I the can... thing I can't stand in Monopoly is, like, I'm all fine for people not being good or whatever, but the worst bit is when, it's like, you're playing and you're going to commit, like, two, three hours to this fucking thing and you get someone in there who just doesn't give a shit and they just do random stuff and whatever and it just, like, completely fucks you over. Because especially if they have... if I'm me. I'm the last person they're trading with. So they'll just... All they'll do is just try intentionally fuck me over. That, like, that, the let's make this when, an even... Yeah. Playing field. Well, I mean, it's even. It's it is still even because it's. I get what you mean though. It's more when you're playing with someone who makes these trade. Like if they've if they've checked out of the game, mm. and then they just make it an arbitrary Whatever. trade where you go, well, like have a crack. We may as well have tossed a coin for where you decided to do that because you didn't. Yeah, like you aren't even making decisions. I love. Monopoly, but I love Catan more, but I love Monopoly. See, I've never played Catan. Now, I entered the Catan Oceania Championships. <laughs> And I missed the cup by four places to go to the next uh, stage. I was versing cunts in Asia. I was versing cunts in Australia. I was versing cunts everywhere except obviously America, Africa, Northern Europe. And oh, I missed four places. So that is the dribbliest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. That is so fucking dribbly that you listen. I don't, like, again, I've never been invited to play Catan, which obviously is a sore point for me. I don't talk about it publicly, but I've never been invited to play Catan. I get it's like a game about your harvest crops and shit. But, like, for you to have gone and sought out, I assume, higher honours in the Catan no, world. The, it's like, the official Catan uh, championship. Yeah, so you've, you've gone and sought out, like, higher channels there, right? Like, yeah. here I am, like, I've never sought out, like, the Oceana Monopoly tournament, right? Like, yeah. So you've gone and been like, I'm loving Catan, but how can I take it to another level of Catan? Yep. For people that don't know what Catan is, can you explain it? Look, it's very, like, it seems simple, but, like, if you know what Age of Empires is, then it's kind of like the board game and version if you of don't? that. And if you don't, it's, it, like, Monopoly is more about, like, real estate business stuff where it's just like, hey, I'm going to trade here, I'll do this. Catan's more like... Gavin Rubenstein shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Monopoly's Gavin Rubenstein stuff. Catan, it's like every game is different because the board is randomised each time, but it's all about, like, recognising how you can, like, build up economies and trade in those economies and, like, build build cities, developments and things. And so you have to use resources wisely and trade routes wisely. It's like one of those, like... It's like a medieval trading game, right? Mm. Um, and you thought, I... I'm not getting enough out of the weekly competition I'm having with my friends in this thing. Because I win. Oh, because you just win all the time? Well, me or Millie, yeah. We're oh, both, is it we're, really? We're both in the tournaments, yeah. <laughs> we're Millie in it as yeah. well. <laughs> oh, dude, you guys are perfect for like, each other. That's I reckon I've played halves in Henry and Catan. Like, we've probably played like 100 games. I reckon they've won two or three each. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Because I know that you guys get together again, never been invited. But, like, how the fuck do they keep coming back? 
if you just win every time. Because you winning as a friend is like the worst outcome yeah, but possible. Katan's more about like, so there's a uh, Spotify playlist. Like there's multiple, but there's one of my favourites is there's like ultimate like Katan playlist and it starts with like concerning hobbits from Lord of the Rings and all that shit. It goes into like Game of Thrones music and stuff. So we set set some candles, we play some fucking Lord of the Rings, (laughs) Game of Thrones music and all that shit and we start trading and we do this stuff and it's like you cook dinner, you have wine out of goblets and you're just trying to build a fucking medieval, build a medieval fucking empire. Are you guys wearing, are you wearing robes as well? No, no, we don't go that far. Not yet, not yet. Don't pretend like it's not it's fucking a, that far away. It's not fucking, it's not a Comic-Con. It's, it's, Bro, it's you drink a wine out of goblets. It is Comic-Con. What the fuck not? Well, the first time did I Did you learned... mull the wine as well? You fucking... No, that was Monopoly Day. Yeah, so yeah, I used to mull the wine. Seb used to mull wine. Well, Matt, I was fucking poor as fuck. It was cold outside. I wanted to play Monopoly, and the only way I could get you guys who were half-assed in was free mulled wine. It, it worked. Mm. Uh, mulled wine, it actually swung me as well. Matt, it actually it. is fucking Mulled fine. wine's actually not it too bad. It is actually, because it gets you... Forget the price. It's cheap does, as fuck. Does it get you more fucked up than normal, or is it just that it tastes a bit spicy? I think it's just when it's, it's warm. cold as fuck, it's this warm, spicy drink. Drink that gives you like a, a you know, like when you have a whiskey, it gives you that, like, oh, I'm having a drink. Yeah, it makes you, you feel know? a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, no, I was, I was fucking pissed off. Miss, like, I'm talking. How'd you miss it before? Like, so, okay, so what does the tournament look like? Is it all online? So it's the whole world. Yeah. The whole world split into four groups. Okay, hold on. So you are taking on the planet. Yeah. But before you missed you... out on the fucking next level of the entire planet. No, so planet. the whole planet is split into four groups. And then they take the top 50 of each group where... So essentially top 200 of the entire planet. Yeah. And you missed out on the top 200 of the entire planet of Catan by fucking four places. Yeah. I would have... And I'm not lying here. I would have outlaid a significant portion of whatever the fuck I earn to just be there in the room when Sebo lost by four places. I Had that happened. I wanted to get a top 200. That's all I wanted. I get it. Are you going to compete again? Is uh, it an annual thing? It might be. I'm not sure because it was like, it was peak COVID when it, like, I entered it. And then. This is so dribbling. We. Um, me, Harves, and Henry would play a lot. And Joe, who lives in London. Shout out to Joe McComb. Shout out to Joe. Miss you, Joe. So we would be like up at like 2 a.m. lockdown vibes playing Catan online. 2 a.m.? No, like in lockdown. So like me, Henry, yeah. And Still so, up, that's what I mean, yeah. staying up. So we would just be like, and then Joe would get home from a bender and then tune into the chat and join our group. And that's then so Joe funny. would just be there at 6 a.m. in London or something or whatever it was. Joe McComb, one of the funniest humans to have ever yeah. existed. Just comfortably. If you need, like, you he's know not, what? He, yeah. he doesn't work. He's not in the sort of like content business at all. One of the funniest humans that has ever walked the face of the earth yeah. without just, a he, shadow. Hilarious. And, and also, if you're, if you're just having, a, you know, an online board game with some friends and you need somebody to come in on the tail end of a bender who's just getting into like the second end of the bender to come in and do a chat group with you and play the game whilst also downloading everything that's happened to him that night, that's Joe. Dude. Joe is the funniest fucking person in the world. Um, but, yeah, you missed out on the top fucking top 200 of Catan. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I'm fu- like, that, but look, I'll claim it as a win, but I won't. Obviously. You can't claim it as a win. You didn't fucking make Mate, it. Mate, I'm technically the top 300 in the fucking world in yeah, the goddamn well, game. Yeah, so, but if you if you'd got into the next level, you would have gone to another whole tournament, right? Yeah. It's like Mortal Kombat shit. You'd, it's the equivalent of the Socceroos if they didn't make the top 16 going, well, I almost did. Socceroos did better than you did. 
Shout out to this if you're watching. I'm talking the entire world. This jersey, well, that's the World Cup might be the entire <laughs> world. Um, they're in the final 16. This jersey right here that you can, if you're watching the YouTube, you'll see, is from dear friend of the show, Ryan Grant, former Socceroo, current Sydney FC. Uh, I think he's played the most games Sydney FC ever. And uh, he's our guest on All Talk this week. So he's already been on SEN. They're again on Sunday, but... Full podcast out this Sunday. He came in and he gave us his Socceroos jersey. Played in. This this jersey has represented the nation. So he, is he playing? He didn't get picked for the goal. Right. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Well, it was politics, mate. It's a fucking joke. But it, correct me if I'm wrong. Did, like I know the Socceroos hadn't won since I don't know fucking 2006, maybe. No, no, no. It was in so we hadn't we hadn't made the second round. Is you mean the first? The no, for like so. Round, in, we, round we've, of we've made the World 2006, Cup. 2006, we made the. We got we've to made the, the World Cup every single time since 2006. But in every time, so 2006, we got uh, into the knockout stages. Yes, we didn't make it in 2012. Yes, but what I'm saying 10, is, yes. 14. What I'm saying is, like in total, 18. like because I, I know we would have won a game in 2006 or whatever, but. I'm pretty sure, like, the Socceroos have only won, like, four games in the World Cup because you can make it through with draws and shit. No, yeah, no, no. We, so, we won in 2010, and before this World Cup, that was the last win we had. The last win we've had is 2010. Yeah. So it's funny because 2006 is our golden generation. Harry Kuhl, fucking Tim Cahill, oh, mate, Mark Viduka, fucking like, that was, Bresciano. Like, I, we had, like, we had all the fucking... Mate, I was, like... I, that was, like, peak, like... Not peak, but, like, early days, fake, fake ID vibes... And you'd go out and you go to the clubs in the city, you go to the clubs in Oxford Street. But Circular Key we had went the down games. There, remember yeah, that? Circular Key had the How games. How old were we? We were in year 10? We were 2006? 10 or 11, 11. 11. So you're 17, you got your fakie, and you're going to go out to the clubs. But then you're like, okay, I'm going out to the clubs, but at 1.30 I'm going to go down to Circular Key and I'm going to go watch the, watch the game because there's projectors everywhere. And then... We were down there together. I remember that. Yeah. And it was fucking awesome. And then we were also in Europe. It was we like a to, festival at the same yeah. time. But like you, all see, the, you see now, like all the footage is like of uh, Federation Square in Melbourne, probably Martin Place or something in Sydney. I don't know where it is in Sydney, but like everyone's getting like 2.30 in the morning and the place is fucking going off. But... So... In 2006, we made the knockout stage. How many games did we win to make the knockout one. stage? One. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we only made one in yeah. the first one, but this is the first time we've won. Have Two. we? Do we top our pool? No. Nah, in 06, no. you mean? Yeah, but no, but same points as France. Nah, too. In, nah, in 06. No, we, I'm sorry, this now. No, nah, same points, but they got us 4 1. So gold difference. Gold so difference, France yeah. beat us on goal difference. But yeah, but they played a second grade team. They last got beaten night. by Tunisia last Yeah, because night. they put on their B team. Oh, did they put yeah. on their B team, right. So, but so we, it's the first time we've won back-to-back games, I think, ever. Maybe it's fucking, it's the first time we scored a goal in every game. It's the first time we've uh, be, had this many points going into the fucking knockout stages. Like, oh, it's a, it's so a, we've yeah. actually, comparatively to the golden generation, which is 06, and, which is inarguably still our best team. Like, our team now is full of fucking A-League yeah. players. Like, it's A-League central. And- like, but it's incredible. Yeah, correct what we've me done. if I'm wrong. Like, obviously, I get, and Americans probably feel the same thing. Like, as an Australian, like, obviously, soccer's not your priority, right? And like, you love your rugby league or rugby union. Like, well, AFL, sure, but in an international 
level. AFL doesn't really exist. No, it kind of exists. No, it does. It's Gaelic football. It's not the and same and then like union, yeah, it does exist. And then cricket's obviously a big thing as well. But Shout like again, cricket. it's like a few Commonwealth countries. But like even as an Australian, if you don't give a fuck about soccer, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is how I feel: is that when you watch the World Cup. You're like, this is the pinnacle of, like, Dude, dominating nothing, a sport. No like, other sport in the country, like, no other sport, sorry, will get people filling fucking squares in major cities around the country at three in the morning to watch games. Like, there's nothing that does that. But even, like, when... So, like, okay. So, say... Could be the Ashes, yes. bro. No one's going down say, to Federation say, Square say the Ashes main two international sports are rugby union... And nah. cricket. No, 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 no. Just say they are. Say they are. Because obviously it's not rugby league because it's not an international sport. It's. It, I know the World Cup just happened, but it's not at the end of the day. Like it's not a, at all. It's yeah. not at all. So say it is rugby union, cricket, right? So when I've been in, like, Europe multiple times when the World Cup's going on, I've been in Spain when Spain won it, but, like, even in the group stages, you go to essentially the Byron Bay of Spain, like the hippie, chilled out, kite surfing, hash smoking, fucking small town. Shout out to Hash, by the way. And they're, they're there at 10, 10 p.m. to whatever time the games are on. And the whole fucking, like, essentially Byron Bay is Fucking a lot. Every restaurant, every bar has a TV. As soon as Spain wins, it's going off crazy. We're going. If you go to if you go to Byron Bay here, and you know we we win you're an Ashes the Spain game. equivalent of so, Byron. Yeah. so what I'm trying to say you're is, saying the Spain equivalent of Byron Bay. Yes, yeah, Spain equivalent Sorry, of Byron I Bay. Check that. Yeah, yeah. Spain Where it's equi- cool to not care about anything. No, no. But like, forget even Byron. But basically, what I'm trying to say is that if you go to one of these countries. During the World Cup or anything like that, it, not even the main cities, but it, like the smaller coastal towns, will be celebrating this thing like they've just won a fucking war, right? Where like, oh, even though cricket's our main sport or rugby union, if we win, you'll get a few celebrations who people are in and around the game, a few Facebook posts, but you won't go to any sort of suburb. And it is fucking Dude, I was a light. In, I was in Barcelona when Spain. You and I have been to. You and I were with each other for like multiple World Cups. 2006, 2010, we were together. We were in, in that Europe. Was in, in yeah. Europe. 2006 then, were in Greece. Then 2010 was in, in, uh, in Spain. Spain. We went together for the final, but we were there for a few games. And then 2014, we were in America. Yeah. And then 2018, I was in Europe. I don't know where you no, were. No, I. Uh, but I was in, whenever Spain, was that 2010? Yep. I was in uh, Barcelona, Lul Rumblas or whatever. And they won it. Yep. And when I say it may as well have been like a Jumanji fucking animals trampling through the street stampede, they were they were like they were trampling cars. You would have thought like that maybe like some politician everyone hated got in. They were celebrating so they were stamping in the roof, flipping cars and shit. I was like, this is fucking awesome. That's what I mean, dude. That doesn't happen if we win the Ashes. Like I'm and. Like I'm not shitting on Australian sports here because of what I I certainly hope not. No, because what I what I do love about rugby league is my favorite thing about rugby league, and I'm sure Victorians love it about Melbourne as well. That it's inter suburbs, so you can live in the same city, and you've got mates who go for different teams, and the shit talk, the banter, the you whatever. Change teams it, fucking over it, a season <laughs> is great, but on a world scale, what these fucking cunts in Europe and S- South America and basically. The, the rest of the world except in North America Asia. and Australia. Australia. 
It's like it is like the pinnacle of like winning. I feel when like the but entire- we're now in the top sixteen countries <laughs> in the world for soccer, which we're not. You know what I mean? Like it's the thing you've gone. We're not in the top sixteen countries in the world for soccer, but we are. Yeah, but that's the, the beauty about we're Australia, a team full of though, right? Players. Like we, whenever like I, someone tries to sum up, like I try to sum up Australia to like a, a, someone who's not from Australia. I say it's like Australia is like the Olympics, right? Like we don't. We don't come first in anything, but we come like second to fourth in everything. Well, in the Olympics, like, we come first in shit. No, but I mean, in, no, I'm talking about overall tallies. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, It's like yeah, we'll yeah. never win the Olympics, but then we'll come like third, fourth, like overall all the time. Ticker, then, dude. It's Aussie ticker. For a population of 20 mil, it's like, bro, it's like, yeah, okay, maybe we don't have the number one economy in the world, but like, we're not shit. Maybe we don't have like the number one this, but we'd like, basically, we have everything good like just coming yeah. in that top bracket you'd like, argue maybe per capita we're the greatest country on oh Earth. easily easily dude from economy be, from athletic prowess you've got to think about everything weather dude. You go to, like, people have these romantic ideas of going to fucking europe and living there hey my fa- more than half of my family lives in europe and it's like the, yeah it's great there's it's stone cool cobble. it's cool but like the unemployment level is fucking you know like 30 percent listen like this isn't like a fucking nationalism podcast, but we're clearly the greatest country on earth. Easily, dude. Easily. Across Easily. the fucking board. Easy like if you if you took the average of everything that a country can be good at or have that is good in their favor, we win. We, we fucking win. but we win like handsomely. Yes. Because we've got such a small population. Like, someone you go, oh, we just yeah, fucking someone shit name me a country and I'll tell you, I fucking like Yeah. You know, Oi. Like, I know that you can't immediately tell us. Uh, but name a country and we'll tell you why we're better than okay. it. Okay, anywhere in Europe, unemployment. Um, uh, sorry, anywhere in too America, close to no uh, uh, sort of unstable governments <laughs> and war. Whoops. Yeah. What else do you want? Yeah, well, like name, you know, name something else. Name something else. Miami. No, yeah, that's great. It's good cocktails. It's not a country, it's but a country. It's, it's, it's a city. Yeah. But like, it's also not a country. So like, name a country, you idiot. New Zealand, we're more chill. It's like, yeah, New Zealand, great. they're basically you, yeah, ours. Like, okay. We own them. Yeah, it's the same shit, just with we more bars and a few dude. less fucking You know hobbits. what they are? You know what They're I mean? a subsidiary of Australia. We own them and we just run them on the side and we England. take a scrape. Oh, great. England? Don't get me started. Got what, 600 million, 50 million people inside of like the, uh, you know, a postage You stamp? like to pretend you love actually, but really you're green shirt hooligans. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Like. Yeah, Hugh Grant's our prime minister. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. You've never had a hot prime minister in your life. Although kind of hot now, actually, in fairness. Even my friends, stop living in the 1400s, dude. Oh, like, yeah, cool, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Na- like, name me a country that accumulatively beats Australia. Yeah. You can't. You, you just can't, can't do it. Can't. Dave, do you want to try? Or Cuba. You- I've been to Cuba, Dave. Have you been? I've never. There you go. Oh, there you yeah, fucking there you go, go, dude. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. you fucking go. <laughs> I went there as a bright-eyed <laughs> 21-year-old fucking lefty thinking I'd have a ha- good of a time in fucking socialist Cuba. Let me tell you. It's a, like, if you go to Cuba, <laughs> you will actually come back more middle than left. Yeah, Trust yeah, me. Dude. Trust yeah, me. Don't. I went there for a month thinking that it'll be like the rest of the world where everyone speaks English and you can get along with everyone, like Europe. So no one speaks English over there. There's two fucking currencies. Every country's trying to rip you off left, right, and center. You got the Fidel Castro Museum where it's like, this is a photo of Fidel shooting down an American Air Force plane. And you're like, well, it's not real. Like, yeah, and, like it, and everyone in Cuba goes like, the government's fucked. Trust me, I sympathize with Fidel and Che. I do. When my dad's best friend 
He got exiled from hey, Greece. Shout out to Maria Fanduri. They took her in. So my dad's best friend was a, a leftist. You've heard of her, Dave? No. Of course you haven't. Oh, of course, yeah. You know, a true lefty then. He's not a true lefty. Not a true lefty. I never heard of Maria Fanduri, the fucking. When she was. Is she still kicking? She's still kicking. She was exiled from Greece. She's one of, like, the most. Greece's most famous fucking singers, right? We're like also like like a, a like a, like world bit like back in the day. So it's like yes, but like that's what I mean. But like, wasn't it like the sort of like freedom? Like she was singing about like political shit. Yeah. So like, check us out, babe. She uh, she's so every so she's the Greek midnight oil. Everyone might know the theme like <laughs> Zorba the Greek, and yeah. that was written for the Zorba Greek film. Mika C. Dirakis was the composer, and he got a muse, which is Maria. Google and Maria Fanduri. So when, like, the Civil War happened where you have left versus right, not like over here where it's just like, I don't like Morrison, like, literally people killing each other. She was, like, the the singer for the left or whatever. And then when the, the right took over, they're like, you got to get out of the country or we'll kill you. And then so she fled to Cuba. And then she, so there's photos with her with Fidel and all that stuff. And that's Dad's best friend. I and, met her, didn't I, when we went to Greece that time? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She was a nice lady. She's, uh, oh no, she's, but like, they she, love me in Greece. She's like dad, who's like, like, my dad is not special. He might be special in Australia. He's a, he is a special man. He's a fantastic No, but man. like, he's, he is absolutely. He's not, he's not, a, he's not a fucking. No, but like, Greeks are like that in general, where icon. they live in this romantic notion of the world, where they go through life just seeing stuff through a romantic lens. Do you wonder whether that comes from going through, like, hardship 100% times? 100% it does. Because there's kind of romantic, like, even, and this is obviously a completely different scale, and I'm just using COVID as an example, right, where it's the hardest maybe thing we've gone through in a, in a way. In a broader sense. In together. a broader sense. Everyone's yeah. probably, like, the loss of a family member would be no, much harder like than him, yeah. COVID by a thousand yeah. percent. But in terms of a completely, like, collective thing where, like, and I feel like there's a part of COVID where you look back on it fondly. Yes. Like, you're locked, even, the way you, yes. even though yeah, it was yeah. fucking shit and you're all locked in your homes and stuff, like, there was something yes. about it. Yes. I wonder whether in those wartime things, like... No, you're 100% where you're right. you're a bit more connected. So, like, I'll get into Greece in a second, but I can't remember what book I was reading, but I was reading a fascinating book about... um. It was a guy who I found on the Rogan podcast, Sebastian Gruner, yeah. I think. And he was writing a book about like soldiers and shit. And it was to do with like the whole soldier life because like soldiers have this weird, like fucked up uh, post traumatic stress, stress disorder. disorder where like they obviously went through some really bad stuff. But then at the same time, whilst they went th- through that, they felt the most wholesome in the sense that their the comrades, community. Next, community and all that shit. So they have a really hard time dealing with it. If somebody's been assaulted, they can easily identify a villain and go, okay, that person caused this stress to me and it feels bad and that's why it's happened. Why, like, people have gone through hardship, they have felt this community, so they're like, don't know how to deal with it because it's like, I felt really, like, wholesome as well as being fucked up. There's something about yeah. soldiers who, always, like, want to go back to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the same thing, like... We, and bring back to the Greece stuff where it's like it's been like a, whether it's a fucking war against Turkey or a war against themselves or a war against whoever, which has happened every fucking 50 years, that after X amount of times that you're fucking killing each other, that you just learn to appreciate the... And was there, I don't know if it was in a world war, like a World War One or two, where I think in England, a lot of people, they had to retreat to the That's what I'm subway. talking about. So this guy wrote this book. I think, so I, I can't remember what it's called. 
Sebastian Junger. Junger? Is it Junger? Junger? Yeah, 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 German, yeah, yeah. like J-U. Yeah, so basically. And they retreated to the, like, to the yeah. subways and they were like, there was this real like, nice community vibe yeah, so under what, there. What happened is, you know, the Germans would be bombing, bombing England and then they would have to go underground to the subways and then obviously they didn't love doing that. But in hindsight, on the interviews with all the people who were involved in that, they do miss it to an extent because everyone's go, banding together, everyone's banding together, and, and you build a community. It forces it forces like community tribe. It's called. Tri- yeah, tribe. Who's who is it? Yeah, Sebastian Junger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which book is it? Tribe, tribe, yeah, yeah. Oh, tribe. But even yeah. Like they talk about they talk about a thing, isn't it? Like where just as as like a species, we came up in communities yeah. and villages and all this sort of shit. And then as we've developed, it sort of becomes more and more like individual or separatist. And like you used mm. to live with your uh, your parents and your children, like the whole fucking. You always to live together. Yes. And you see that in a lot of European cultures where it's still that's that really close knit well, fucking thing, like, thing. And and like I, I'm very thankful that I live in a modern society where you can do whatever you want. You get friends, or whatever. But like there's like a romantic can, side yeah, of that. I can old, get a fucking roast chicken at three in the morning. It's great. No, but like that old old way of things yes. where you just kind of. You know, like before social media, before friendship groups, where you just like hang out in community, it might just be your immediate family, or you know, like close people around you. I think people, at least from some of the books I've read, seemed a little bit more holistically content. Well, dude, let's think about like for how long has it been that we've been sort of like, again, we're not. That's segregated. what he talks about. Because like, it hasn't this been group, that long that no, we've but been. This guy talks about. He talks about like. Um, so, like, whatever the fuck makes our brain work and all that shit. So, you, if you're talking health stuff, you're talking about, like, our brains uh, uh, make, make us crave salt because back in the day that we needed – meals were sparse, so you'd have to eat as much as you can, where these days we get Maccas. So, like, we – I don't we, have an issue finding yeah, food, and yeah. I still – And gorge. so now you've still like, got yeah. that. The, 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 the evolutionary – trait that means when there's food there yeah. smash it because you know when your next meal is going to come exactly from. so that's why we're overweight because of that and then in terms of community he talks about like we're almost hardwired to operate in groups of like two to three hundred where it's that like close community where you have like two to three hundred people that you all know quite intimately yes but like in the modern world it's like yes you could have two or three hundred people you don't know the int- intimately it's like there's well, you think about like an apartment building there's yeah. like maybe a thousand people in an apartment oh, it's like you mate. don't know anyone who's there but i always i know as well just from being a dad when i have moments of where all my family's around or all steph's family's around or if I haven't seen my friends for a long time, like when we all get together and you come out of that and you go, it might've just been for a day, yeah. but we've all spent like fucking 12 hours with each other. And you're like, this is the, the most best. satisfying, yeah. like sort of fulfilling sort of shit. But I that get that shit get. from like going to Greece. Cause I've been to Greece like maybe seven or eight times. And like, I don't keep in contact with any of my family over there, except when I'm there. And then when I'm there, it's like I'm the fucking king. And then I bring someone like you or my friends or whatever. And automatically, my family are just like worshipping my friends I was, over there. I was a fucking massive hit in Greece. I'm not going to lie. But they're, they're, we're like, <laughs> and this, isn't, this isn't trying to shit on to any sort of like Australian culture or whatever. Stella's like, still kicking? Yeah, he's still kicking. But like if you, if, you know, if you introduce me or anyone, Dave, Tobler, introduce me to your uncle, it's just like a normal like, hey, how are you going? But over there, 
It's like if exactly I right. me, it's like if this, you come to a family lunch at it's my like house, this whole thing of like a ceremony almost. My uncle like, Jeremy won't give a fuck about you. <laughs> Whereas if I go over to Greece and I meet your late auntie Eleni. No, right. Lenny was because Aphrodite was Aphrodite. My, yeah, yeah, Aphrodite. Yeah, 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 like yeah. they're all named after fucking gods. Over yeah. Oh, you here. got it. Aphrodite pounded me with Greek meatballs all afternoon. And I was like, listen, Aphrodite, you're the sweetest woman. And we she can't speak English and I can't speak Greek. But we we bonded over meatballs. And I'm like, I can't have any well, more the dogs. Like, Aphrodite, I'm gonna, you're going to yeah. kill me in me this Greek like household. That, yeah. But Aphrodite was fucking... 18 years older than my dad, and my dad's like 80, right? So, like, Aphrodite died like five, six years ago. She would be this old, like, and in Greece, it's not like Australia where you have, like, you know, you get diagnosed with medical problems and shit. You just, you just, you know, yeah. you, whatever. Oh, sorry, I've just, my big toe just fell yeah, off. You're like, exactly. whatever. That's what happens. And then when you came or Patty came or anyone's come, she'll be <laughs> put there. put me in the same category. No, but she'll be there. I and she'll Patty, be slaving her fucking... But I think I won over the family more than Patty did. <laughs> no, but she'll be there as oh, like yeah, a... In my own podcast. Nine-year-old slaving over shit, slaving over meatballs, not letting you fucking move. She'll force... No. I was like, well, Aphrodite, I'm, I'm, I've had too many meatballs. Yeah. Oh, she'll, she, and she'll go, no, 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 And then but because the reason why the Greeks fucking, you know... Obviously, there's the breaking bread thing, break bread, whatever. But when a country's gone through a famine and then they have food now all of a sudden, it's this weird thing where they make you eat as much as... Because well, because gone, the same thing. It's like, oh, this food, let's pound as much yeah, as we can. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, Dad, like, yeah, like, Dad lost, like, a couple brothers to the famine. You know See, what I mean? See, that's crazy. Like, that's that thing where you go, that time period of human history where it was like, it wasn't... It was it was far more normal to like lose a couple of siblings. You'd have maybe fucking shitloads of siblings. Yeah, yeah you have like, like oh, you lose a couple. Oh, yeah, yeah, I lost yeah. a couple, and you're like, oh, that was just what happened though, in, during those but that, times. But back to your point, the reason I bring that up is that through, so you're talking about like hardship of like COVID, lockdown, all that stuff, and it brings us closer. Shit like a famine, everyone, everyone loses a children or two. Like my family did, like Dad's brothers and sisters did. That hardship just makes that like bond connection. Connection, it, even. it fucking yeah. makes it more connected by a thousand percent. Yeah. So it's just a good, it's a good vibe. You it's know a, what I mean? Well, yeah. Like, yeah. No, hardship, not a good vibe, but no. hardship fosters the good results. Vibes. Yeah, the yeah, results. Yeah. You don't want to do it, but when you but do, when you do, sometimes it comes out. Like I like, loved with COVID again. Compared to real hardships like famine, COVID in the fullness of time, not that bad. Not as, you know, obviously for some people it was, obviously. But I miss, like, Party Artie, for example, who's one of our friends, who I don't see that much at all. You see him a lot when we were mm -hmm. in our early 20s, get fucked up. He was also a member of Drifts, sorry, Drifts on, on Spotify, whatever, great band. I don't see him fucking barely at all anymore during covid i saw him like basically once a week because Mate. we were on house party getting smashed every night and it was like it was the easiest way to connect Mate, with I, all of your friends i almost like yeah it's the same i as, see my i saw my friends more in covid so what yeah exactly like what this gruner guy was talking about the people who go to london they they look upon the days of that in like not adoration but like Oh, there's a like, bit, there's a bit of like a, a like a, a nostalgic sort nostalgic of like, sentimental feeling where it's like COVID is so long far. I know it's still around, and I'm sorry if it's still hurting people or whatever. But like the actual like COVID COVIDness, 
doesn't exist to the extent where we're all feeling it at the same time. And there was something beautiful on reflection where even though you couldn't go out and meet your friends, you were probably talking to them more than ever, which Way I was. Way more. Because I would <laughs> sit there for six hours of a night locked in my house and we'd be smashing fucking, you know... <laughs> <laughs> we like I was those, playing Catan uh, tournaments. Well, Catan or like <laughs> beers that were like twelve percent, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had three uh, beers, and I'm like, yeah. fucking. I've run of the worst dribbling. ones. Like Harves is shout out to Harves. You all these brews, great beer. Seabass named after me. Thank you very much. But um, bloke in the bar. Um, and bloke in the bar, hell of a beer as well. <laughs> bloke in the bar, Yulis brews, both great Don't beers. Worry. I'm just, um, you know, just sliding it in. Uh, but Harves, who I lived with as he was becoming a brewer, so I got. Two years of free booze. But love Harves' beer. Don't get me wrong. Seabass, great Mediterranean well, lager. Well, yeah, Seabass named after you, of course. Named after me, it. Mediterranean lager, of course. But then he has his big willy named after your brother, which I also love. But when I'm in that COVID times, because a beer, if you're going to drink a beer, you want to be like out and about to drink a few. So COVID, Depends I'm like... Depends the circumstance. Exactly. COVID, I'm like, hey, I want something a, bit, a little bit more of a kick. And well, I, was, so I don't want to have to... I want something that's going to put me in a hole quick. Yeah. And then... Responsibly. But, I was like, had a pre-scheduled Zoom with a few people and I was like, I ordered a bunch of shit off Yuli's Big Willie being a large percentage of all that. And I smashed like three of them, like just as Zoom was getting started. And then I'm there and I wish there was a recording of it because like Millie and I both in the Zoom, like an old couple like, hey, how you going? What's going on? That's what you are as a couple in COVID times. Hey, hey, how you going? We cook Boscala, like whatever, like yeah. fucking. And then I'm just, like, oh, I've got to, uh, I've got to go back to the bathroom, and like our bathroom is behind the couch where the camera oh, yeah, was. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my god, like my head's spinning, like I'm 16 years old, and I've just <laughs> drunk a bottle of Bundy rum, and I just start vomiting into the toilet. <laughs> In and the this is like an after an hour and you're of drinking. Like, <laughs> oh, dude, that's so good. And then I just walk wow. out and collapse onto the ground, and like, uh, and then. <laughs> I'm going, Harves has poisoned me. Something's wrong with the batch. <laughs> it's a bad batch. Recall the batch. Like, can't call him. Tell him there's something. It's like, no, dude, it's just fucking 7%. Yeah. You drank three yeah. of them. No, like you drank three, seven like, percent fucking fuck beers. Man, what are you doing? 35 minutes, like, you idiot. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get, I was trying to get myself amped up for I'm Mario sorry. Golf. I'm trying to get know? through an unprecedented time. <laughs> COVID's scaring us all. It's funny, I've got to try and fucking like, Steph, again, I say this all the time, but like, and I completely understand it, but it's very difficult to comprehend when work is sitting down mm. and smashing fucking magnums of rose. Yeah, of course it is. Like yesterday, like some guy hit me up last week who's like a photographer, has an agency or whatever, um, and he does like all the young Henry's birds of condor, big golf brand stuff. And he's like, hey, yeah. man, if you ever want any um, any like photos, like I'll happily do them for him. I'm like, well, can't pay you, but I can pay you in like merch or he's like, oh, a round of golf's fine. So yesterday I took him out to East Lakes and I was like, oh, I'll pay you for your round and all that. I'm going to take some photos of the the, uh, the clothes. And then Bolos is going on his dog walk usually on Wednesdays at like 12 till 3.30, 4. Hold on a second, Wallace. Yeah. He's going on a dog walk from 12 till 4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four-hour dog walk. Yeah, well, like... Hold on. Who with you? You walk the dog for four hours? Not with me. With a professional dog walker. Oh, okay. You out... You get... 
Four hours? Well, like, no, it can be anywhere. They can pick him up anywhere from 11.30 to 12.30 and drop him off at any time 3.30. Also, do you want to get, are you selling merch? Do you want to get some merch on there? Yeah, we can get it up. That. Get it. Um, Tell me about the dog walk shit. But Sorry, but just finish the dog walk thing and we'll get it. Or yeah, Dave yeah, can yeah. get it if you want. She, uh, Don't keep talking. You're not near <laughs> a mic. She, uh, I'm with this guy who's just like a professional photographer or whatever. Great guy. Loves golf. Loves breaking the hips, all that shit. Microphone. Near your mouth. And then, um, and then we're in like the like 15th hole or something. And maybe it's like 4 p.m. And I get Millie calling me and she gets home. And it's later than 4. It's probably like 4.35, like while I should be home. And she gets home and she calls me, not in hysterics, but like close to just like freaking out. And I start freaking out. She's like, Wallace isn't here. And I automatically start thinking, have I left a window open? Because he, if he's like really like... Stressed, not stressed out, but if he smells another dog, he might jump out a window. Woody, has he ever jumped out a window? No, but he's, he's like tried to before. He's never done it though. Never done it. So I'm like, have I left a window open? So my first thought is like, you're going to find Wallace like on the, the bottom of the apartment block, like fucking dead. Splattered. And I'm like, oh my fucking God. I'm like, have I left a window open? But the most annoying thing is we have a, a camera that tracks motion in our apartment. So if Wallace moves, or if somebody comes in, we can, we can check the footage, right? It's $30 from Amazon. Cut is, to me. is it one of the cut ones to me? Tobla, just, just cut to it's me. It's $30 from Amazon. It's $30 fucking dollars on Amazon. Like, you can set up a camera. If somebody moves, dog or human, you can fucking... It's a d- is it one of the yeah. ones you can speak to the dog as well? No, but yes, I, yeah, dude, he's yeah, got I that. Can't. Yeah, we were I've at fucking that. Hickey's place, but, and we're having a big dinner, and then he was looking at his phone, and I'm like, what are you looking at, bro? And he's fucking looking at Wallace. Now, in fairness... In fairness, it was the saddest sight I've ever seen because Wallace is sitting in their house. Like, you don't want to know what your dog's doing while you're away. Assuming your dog's not, like, beaten off. They're just hanging out. Maybe I assume, like, your dog's now just chilling on the couch. Wallace was standing at the door. But just this is not why I had the fucking app. At the this door. is not why I know. It was the saddest no, thing I've ever seen. This but I'm is like, not don't why I have the camera. It. This is not why I have the camera. Well, you've got it. No, the reason I have the camera... This is the reason why I have the camera (laughs) and the reason it fucked up in my face yesterday is that we have the camera just to check what the fuck is going on. We've got a fucking dog walker that's meant to pick him up just on Wednesdays because I love my little boy so much and he needs to go out and have fun with his dogs for three hours. Right? So get this. I leave him. (laughs) I've got someone who hit me. I hit him up. Last minute, go get some photos in the golf course. I'm like, sweet. He's at home. He's got his walk. I go out on the golf course, and then all of a sudden, at 4-something p.m., Millie's like, hey, I've got home, and Wallace isn't here. And I'm like, what do you mean? And so I open the camera settings where you go, last motion detected. The Wallace first time, himself. The first time, the first time in, <laughs> the first time in two years it's ever happened, a glitch in the camera system where the 12.30 to 4.30 wasn't recorded so when Millie calls me going like Wallace isn't here so my immediate reaction is to open up the app and check when the dog walkers came they never come so I'm going has he jumped out the fucking window and she's going to find him dead on the thing we we can't access anything no no video recordings of fucking anything and I'm going oh my god like, sounds Wallace. like something Tobler would do and I'm going, <laughs> 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 going oh my god the fucking the thing's fucked up 
So I'm I'm trying to be there on the 17th hole with this guy who you know Jake, legend of a dude, sure, who is just there to take photos and a couple of videos of the course, and I'm trying to pretend like everything's okay. But and you then, can't find four hours of footage of your dog probably fucking yeah. chewing and on a pillow in by your the house. Time it comes to the 18th, it's like, look, mate, I've got a fucking, I've got a fucking dog, and he's he's meant to be home. It's like five o'clock. Something. But it sounds now. like the dog's like out, like he's meant to be home, like he's fuck it, like he's meant to be home. Okay, imagine you have a, a child that goes to primary school in a school. I get it. At That's what I mean. It sounds like the dog snuck out of the house to go and fuck the next door neighbor's dog. I thought like, I'd <laughs> killed the fuck. I thought I'd killed Wallace. I thought I'd left the fucking windows open and he's jumped out. I was like. Fuck me. Like, if I've killed Wallace, like, that's probably the only thing that could put a, like, fracture between Millie and I's relationship. Yeah, and dude. For, like, you 10 minutes, kill I thought Wallace, I'd kill Wallace. Dude, for Wallace, 10 minutes, I thought I'd Wallace kill Wallace. Wallace isn't jumping out the window. He can. He's he never can. done it. He's tried. He's tried. Maybe it's because you guys are too stifling. You know, and maybe then, you just need to woo up on him. No, give no, him some freedom. No, he just... <sighs> he wants to go somewhere where there's no cameras on. Yeah, exactly. No. He's sick of being filmed, dude. <laughs> yeah. Mate, and he's sick of being filmed. And then I'm on the 18th, and then like I hit like my good drive, shitty approach. Uh, and <laughs> then I was what? just like, I was just like, if I if I don't hit this right next to the pin, I've got to go, dude. And I didn't hit it right next to the pin. <laughs> uh, if I don't have a chance of birding this hole, I need to leave. Yeah. yeah. If my dog uh, might be dead, but if I've got a chance of birdie, I'm I mean, obviously it was a good it. drive. Yes, it, it was a good drive. Shot. Yeah, it yeah. did follow the fairway. Yeah, it was like, a good shot. It was a good yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to take it. Yeah, and the approach was in line with the flag. Just let, and then <laughs> I, I chipped it on. It kept rolling. I was like, dude, I got to go. Sorry. And then he was. I was like, hey, mate, like, where's your car? As I'm driving the golf buggy. He was like, oh, I'm catching an Uber. And I was like, dude, I'd give you a lift home. But who the fuck is but, this guy again? So a guy that follows breaking the yips hit me up and said, if you ever need any snaps, hit me up. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay. And he does like, all this amazing stuff. I wonder if he follows since he's seen the way that you behave around your dog that was, I'm assuming, fine. Well, he's got a dog too. Okay, well, what happened? Where was I, Wallace? I get. I'm loading the car. I'm giving. I'm giving. I'm giving Jake his his uh his shirts, his polos, whatever. I'm like, do this. Yeah. I was like, dude, well I'll give Jake. you a lift, but like, I don't know where my dog is, and my fiance is freaking out. And he's like, totally understand. I was like, you know what? I know you do understand because someone who doesn't have a dog wouldn't or get it. They're a kid. Or no, don't say kid because it's a different nah. ballpark. I'm not yeah. saying it's a greater ballpark, but it's a different ballpark. It is. A, if you're a dog, like. I get, like, and Millie will help me say in this, but like the way I go to sleep each night, it's like Millie's here falling asleep, bit of a hand on me, and then I've got there, and Wallace and I, like, I sniff the back <laughs> of his ear, and I'm like, I love you. Spoon you. Wallace more. I than spoon than him, Millie. and I'm going, I love you, you're a little baby, you're a little, little baby. So I love this fucking dog, and he's gone missing, and I'm like, fuck, is it my fault? Anyway. I'm halfway home and I get the call and he finally gets home and I'm like... The dog walk is just late. Well, like two hours late, yeah. That is too, that is late. But like, does the dog walk have a key to your house? Look, uh, no, no leave it under the house? I will say this. Does he have a key I to your house? I don't think I'm more... Anyone listening right now, I don't think I'm more special than you. But I do <laughs> think I'm more special than you. Like, if you know what I'm talking about, if you have that sixth sense connection with animals whether it's dog cat cows horse whatever it is i've got one of them and if you don't have one of them you don't know what the fuck i'm talking about and you think i'm an idiot 
you're missing out. But if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about, and if that animal goes missing for two hours on their expected delivery time, you're freaking the fuck out. No, I get it. Louis went missing in Bondi uh, for 24 hours, and I fucking, the second he was gone, you know what I did? Went straight to Word Art. I went to Word Art on fucking Microsoft, and I made flyers. And I put a photo of Louie up there. Got a nice little fucking, one of those like, you know the blue, the blue font? Yeah, you know yeah. Word Art where it was like the big like, oh, was like, like the, yeah, like the big six, blue thing and yeah, it was like yeah, missing. Yeah. And then I dragged the yeah, photo of Louie like in scam. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looked like a scam. Yeah, yeah. So I get it. I that's, get. No, I think that's different. That's a cat, dude. No, cats but I like. Miss I all the time. fucking I relax, just wander gun. off. Yeah, like, but no, cats but, are still your pet. No, but like I like I, again. Do you spoon your I'm cat? not saying I'm special, yes. but like I fucking like. I grew up with always, always, every day of my life until I was about 21. Had minimum two dogs. You know, spot bit you. That was my fault. Joking, that was I'm my joking, fault. I'm joking, I'm joking. Again, another time I went to Don't hospital. Don't you my fucking, fucking talk about spot like that. Another time I went to hospital. We'd speak about that a bit today. Is when the fucking dog, you know, whatever. not his fault. Spot not was his good fault. Too. It was my fault. It was one hundred percent my fault. Well, but Spot had a but like spot I no, but like I love animals, right? Like I like I remember like even a time when like a blue lizard. A blue tongue lizard was half run over out front of Jerry's house. Like I nearly, I, was I remember like that lizard crying, and I'm like trying to pretend everyone's like, "Let's go smash a letterbox," and I'm like trying to wipe away tears of like a blue lizard dying. Can you not call it a blue like, lizard? It's a blue tongue lizard. <laughs> blue tongue lizard. And I'm like, yeah, let's go destroy that letterbox over there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm, a, I'm a fucking animal. I'm not uh, a vegetarian, but like I fucking fireworks <laughs> and Duncan yeah. Shepton's letterbox. Yeah, like, yeah. Ah. Let, let's go. Let a fireworks and look at fake boobs. I'm not crying. Uh, like, I'm a fucking... Like, I'll tell you right now, because I'm so comfortable with myself, I'm a fucking animal softy, dude. I'm a fucking animal softy. Dude, there's nothing weird about being an animal softy. No, I get it. Yeah, but then when an animal softy has a fucking animal as this thing, like, I see Wallace... The thing about Wallace, my dog right now, is I see him as an equal. I see him as equal as to me and to Millie in the apartment. It is his... It just as much as his as it is ours, yep. right? Like, yeah. That, that's just the way it is. So people are like, how can you let him jump on your couch? Well, are you saying that about me getting I'm always couch? like that, though. I, I, find, like, I, find, you, I find that when you go to, like, people's houses and they're like, the dog's not allowed in the couch, or even worse, the dog's not allowed inside. I'm like, why do you, you have a about, dog, dude? dude? Let the dog, like... I get the farmer way of life, but if you're not a farmer, what are you doing? If you're not doing? a farmer and your dog's not allowed inside, you're a fucking freak. Like, I'll enjoy... The connection with an animal. Yeah, because Enjoy the relationship. Really, yeah, because like humans, like you could honestly get a closer relationship with a, a good canine companion than you can anyone, right? Like I anyone. mean, not, I mean, look, obviously not anyone. I bet. No, I no, no. But I mean, like, <laughs> no, I'm not saying anyone. Obviously, you've got your family, you've got your fiance, wife, brother, sister, whatever it is. But I'm saying the connection is almost it's a more pointed. No, but the connection's more, almost more poignant in the sense that you can create a connection without language, right? So you can... That's you, what I... That's 100% what it is in the sense that with an animal, you can... You can... You can meet, like, as equals on certain things. Like, when you're, like, wrestling with a dog, you are both connecting on, like, the level of, like, playing and having fun. And it's like, oh, I'm literally able to like this animal that has no fucking 
ability to speak my language and like we're completely different uh, species. We're literally fucking connecting on this principle of like play that's, and fun that's and thing. wrestling and having time. Like there's a But it's like you almost feel like kids that don't have pets and shit, you're like, yeah. how the fuck I don't like, want to reference mushies or anything too much in the Why podcast. not, dude? <laughs> okay. You should make okay. reference mushrooms are the greatest mushies. drug of yeah. all time. If I don't take okay. them but I do I'm I'm not a mushy taker. We're not mushy takers. But, but maybe I've, I've been them. around them. I've, I've been, been around I've mushy takers. Listen, and I don't maybe, take them, but I've, yeah. they've been inside me. Maybe <laughs> a certain mushy taker once told me. I've been told by mushy takers they're a fucking mushy, good. A mushy taker once told me. Not, not either. Not, I, not me. me. I didn't tell you. A I've never friend had of them. mine who had mushies they're good though. just said that like, like if you have them around people, forget it. That's what he said. And then he also told me what else, what else did he tell you? He also told me that if you're like in the wilderness, mm. like, hey, yeah, you're still with friends, but if you're in the wilderness, yep. that that's when you really experience them. Forget the, you know, doing them at like some festival, you know, doing the wilderness. Party. And then this guy was saying, what he was saying is that if you have them in the wilderness, you start to see how like everything in the nature sense works together. And it's very hard to explain unless you've done it, but you can kind of see the symbiosis might be the word. Probably not. And then he told me he told me that, and then bringing it back to dogs and stuff, where the relationship you get with animals, the reason I said that it can be even greater than a relationship with a human, is because you tap into this, this like almost yes, yeah, it's sense. almost like a universal language yeah. that is uh, you'll never it's get not specific out, yeah. to species, but you it's won't get it out of a human because we're yeah. exactly we won't get it out of a human because we. What blocks it is like, I like your comment, DM, do this. So you don't, you get, do I want to yeah. have sex with you? Are you a yeah. sexual entity yeah. to me? No, you're yeah. not. So you're you don't get that ability to experience that, that like other, and then bring it back, circle back to what I was saying about Aphrodite in Greece. Like, I honestly believe. Big Day Rose. Is that? Big Day Rose is great. 6 p.m. tonight, Magnums. But like, in the old world, right? I'm talking pre internet. Right, so like the ancient world. No, well, like my dad grew up where he grew up, northern mountains of Greece. There wasn't even electricity, right? There wasn't even fucking electricity. Shout to left Terry. And then, so his sister's eighteen years old at him. So she's he he was five years old, hasn't even experienced electricity at that time. Sister's twenty two years old, hasn't experienced electricity. Not internet, just electricity. electricity. Just electricity. They're on candles. All that sort of shit. Yes. And then gas lanterns, not gas. I'm not saying I experienced it, but I've had these little tastes, right? These little tastes of the old world, you know, where the okay. old world just kind of injects you a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh fuck! The and old like, world oh existed. fuck! This is the old world. So when I was in Cuba, as I was saying to Dave, who's never been, fucking, but loves it. Great place. Yeah. Go, no. but also shit off the country. Dave's Dave's never, but Dave's like never been. both things are right. I want to see cigar. your cigars after this. Sorry, Karen. yeah. Basically, you don't have like internet and shit. At least when I was there, and you have to like travel to like a town, you know, two hours away to get internet. And then I was there, and I was um, I'm really bad with humidity, and it was meant to be storm season, and there was no fucking storms obviously coming, so it was just this humid day. And I go to my hostel, you'd call it, which is a bed and breakfast at someone's place. And I was just like passing out in front of this like shitty fan. And I'm there. And I, I'm fucking passing out. 
and I have this dream of Aphrodite, my auntie. And a dear friend of mine. Dear friend of Tom's, my auntie. And then she's basically telling me she's saying goodbye. She's hugging me. She's kissing me. She's saying I love you, blah, blah, blah. And then I have this vivid dream and I wake up and I was like, that, that was too vivid. I've got to go to the next fucking town to just like, just, just see if anything happened. Takes me two days to find fucking internet in this place. Find internet, log into Facebook. First thing I see, message notification. It's from dad. I'm like, okay, I know what it is. Dad sent me a message saying Aphrodite died, you know, yesterday. And I'm going, okay. I'm not trying to be a sob story. What I'm saying is, is that I, for those brief moments, I tapped into whatever that fucking world was. Yeah. Whatever that world was. The ethereal shit where I felt it. I felt Cunt, it. she came and said goodbye to you as she was dying. That's what, That's what happened. That's what happened. That's and not I'm a saying, coincidence. That's what happened. Yeah, and what I'm saying is, is that dogs can give you that same <laughs> shit. Dogs can give you that same Dude, shit. Dude, you didn't use Aphrodite's <laughs> death for dogs. Oh, no, I'm not. You fucking piece of shit. Aphrodite's like, wait a minute. You tell this beautiful story about me coming and, and, and contacting you as I'm leaving this world to justify, like, you're do- no, I'm filming your dog. No, so that's why I have no, a camera that's not in the I'm house. Saying at all. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, you can easily go through this world right now as a regular Joe and be like, "Hey, what's your best like? Hey, KPMG is great." I never experienced any of this shit. All I'm saying is, is that, that I didn't grab her ass at KPMG. Yeah, yeah how good is uh, Ryan's bar? Like, you know, that, that's the extent of your, you know, your deep thing. But I'm saying, I'm not saying Aphrodite is the same as dog. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is that there is, there is something, there is something in this world, and everyone I've spoken to has Aphrodite didn't need to be dragged into your fucking dog. (laughs) No, but I'm saying, no, but that's my point. For you to compare Aphrodite to a dog, I didn't compare (laughs) to the dog. No, but you you, did. No, but if you. To can't compare even a dog to Aphrodite. Same I thing. didn't compare Aphrodite to it's a dog. It's the same fucking shit. I what didn't I'm trying do to it. say, what I'm trying to say, is that I'm not trying to say Aphrodite and dog is the same. She's not a dog. I'm trying to talk about the sixth sense here. I'm trying to forget a dog. Forget. She says members. she has a sixth sense like a dog. Okay. What I'm trying. No. No. Not at all. What I'm trying to say this is fucking guy. I what, love. What I'm trying to say is, is that there is some, like, maybe I'm not a fucking, like, Rogan fucking obsessed with, like, tell me about Beglatepi. You are, like, though, because you do also like, like that yeah, as well. Mate, you maybe, do like that. Yeah, mate, I you're know not you like that, coming dude. out of your Beglatepi. I know you like your Beglatepi, dude. <laughs> See, the only reason you know the name of it is because you like it, cunt. What I'm saying. You don't know Beglatepi unless you beat off over Beglatepi. Marxists are going to kill it. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, is that, is that there is I don't I don't believe in the woo woo at all. I do, but you I'm saying do. there is woo woo out there, and I believe woo woo is tied to uh, a different age because internet has destroyed woo woo. But what I'm trying to say is, is that 
animals and building connection with animals, especially dogs, humans' best friend, man's best friend, is that you still get to tap into the woo-woo a little bit. I'm with you. Where yeah. you still get to tap into the woo-woo. animals haven't been ruined by the internet. Completely. They don't have Facebook pages. Yeah, so because Some animals do. don't have Facebook. Although, well, I mean, Wallace has an Instagram page, so I don't know entirely whether that's fair. But whilst <laughs> I agree with you what you're saying, and I'm, and this is more like to back up what you're saying, but I think animals have... Not all, obviously, but like animals that can be domesticated have a level of intelligence or awareness that can be appreciated. You trying to find that vape? I'm trying to find that vape. Oh, no, Dude, get up. Let's, let's Oi, watch your glass. Watch your glass. Watch your glass. Oh, watch your glass like over there. Pushing it over. No, your no. wine glass. Don't knock over that wine glass. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, it's not your fault entirely. Eddie's seat has been broken, so you sink down way further. Yeah. He broke it. But animals that are domesticated, I think have the potential to be way more perceptive than, say, like an animal that can't be domesticated. Like, I think, like, a fox can't be domesticated, even though they yeah, seem but cute. Like, but no, but what I mean is, so, like, Louis the cat. Louis, Louis Birmingham. And we've moved into Bondi, next-door neighbour's cat, Louis. It's <laughs> going to be confusing. And Louis's probably going to kick the shit out of him because he's aggressive. Or he's going to get bashed to death because he's also a pussy. Not the point. But Louis, a domesticated cat, right? When it comes to Zoe and Evie, little babies, he, before them, he bit the fuck out of us. Like wrestling, playing, having a good time, biting the shit out of us. Then when their babies are around and Zoe, who's one and doesn't get anything, will grab his tail and fucking drag it or instead of patting him, will pull his hair and he will never, ever, ever touch her. In the sense that, like, the worst that he'll do, like, if he's ever cornered where he can't, like, she's cornered him, he gets back on his back legs, claws completely retracted, not out, and just, like, will bang her in the face. Yeah. Or when he's in a moment where, like, he's near us and they're fucking annoying him, he'll bite us and be like, oi. Yeah. There is something about animals, and I think, the thing that I've appreciated most with Louis being a cat is that because cats are a bit more like aggressive, they're also a bit more like solitary, self-sufficient, sufficient. Kind, yeah. You know where you don't necessarily think they care about anyone else. Like they don't really. They're all about themselves. Yeah, but yeah. but you see in these moments that he is very sweet and aware of like, oh, this is a oh, baby. Mate. But you're like, how the fuck's he know but, it's but a human baby? Same, even when Wallace was a fucking pup, like he can tell the difference between a baby, a toddler, a kid, a human. But that's perception. You know? Like that's a per- like, that's perception on like, a level that's beyond just you, like Yeah, you have to be You need to know like, that I, that is this is a yeah, person and yeah. this is a smaller version of that person. No, but like, and that their their actions like, yeah. are not the same. Dude, but you see it, these videos of like cats like saving little babies from like falling out windows or falling downstairs. And the yeah, cat but just it, gets in front of them. It's almost so ignorant. Like I guess that you know uh, and i totally get it my, like i'm not saying my sister is but like i like you meet people in life and either they don't you take a shot or leave no, i'm saying either they they are or they my are in crush. terms of somebody who like gets animals or just see as animals as a pet right you are on your own and I, i've got a lot of friends who just see an animal as like oh it's my dog or Oh, it's my cat or it's dog, whatever. But then I've got friends, in, in, and I'll be in this small group where you see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's You're definitely in this group? Who <laughs> see them as like, like, and uh, someone to like, bathe with? Like their, their consciousness is the exact same shit as my consciousness. Like it's like it, well, as a human consciousness, we haven't figured out how the fuck we work. So but obviously, we haven't figured out how they the fuck they work, and then they obviously have something. And when you're in that that side of the group, we can go, they have something. I can kind of pick up on what you're doing 
and I get it, and it's mysterious, it's interesting, and you are actually your own person as much as every one of my mates is their own person, is an individual, you're your own person. This is a fucking dog, you're your own person. What it is is it's the, it's the opportunity to connect with a, and this is going to sound very, you know, Magnum and, and a bottle of rosé deep. Oh, we're Magnum in if you made this far. Oh, like, but this is up. good Magnum chat. No, this is yeah. Magnum chat, dude. <laughs> if you're here now, sorry, I just thought it was on the yeah, ice. Yeah. I didn't want to. If you're in, if you're here now, you're in. You're deep into Magnum chat. But there's an opportunity to connect with a being that is not a human. Yes. That's but, what's. Mate, when you see that that fucking octopus documentary. Yeah, where you're yeah. Like, so there's an opportunity to connect with an animal. That you're like you're having a you can cultivate a relationship with an animal that does not know what the fuck. Thank you, David. That, that does not know what the fuck is going on. Like oh mate, like when I go to sleep at night and I like I don't really have a huge problem going to sleep anymore. Shout out uh, Native Seed CBD. Shout out to Native Seed CBD. Not an ad, but like thank you so much, Native Seed. But no, I don't, I, don't, I, I, I have not more of a problem of like waking up. Like I wake up early and I can't back to sleep. I don't have a problem going to sleep. But I will say this, is that since I've got my fucking little puppy, my little Wallace, my fucking little hero. Shout out to Wallace, there's nothing in that, is there? Is it when... Dude, Street's such a bitch, dude. So yeah. I'm just reminded of how little Street drank. <laughs> no, no, no. He, um, Carry on. But when I go to sleep with Wallace, and I have that little guy tucked his head on my lower arm, my above arm around his neck, I... As much as I'll, I'll do that with Millie, and I've, I love my fiance to fucking death. Love Millie. We love Millie here. And I love her to death. And there's nothing that beats so cuddling her to go to sleep. But I will say this cuddling your little fucking animal and feeling that connection with a different species is almost just as, just as good as anything, really. Well, like, and this is no disrespect to the women in our lives, Sebo, but it might actually be better because. <laughs> And, like, I love my wife, Steph, and, yeah, I know you love Millie and I love Millie as well, but it's kind of better in the sense that there's no, uh, like, there's no pretense to it. Yeah. Like, it, all the, the whole point of the last they 10 minutes... They just want love. Cats is, and yeah, dogs want love. The whole love. point of my last 10 minutes is going, if you're one of those dickheads out there, not dickheads, but just someone who has nah, an experience... dickheads, dude. They're fucking... They're all what dickheads. it means to connect with another animal and just see them as a fucking animal... You're missing out, dude. You're missing out. You're missing out. Now, punters and dribblers, at this stage of the podcast, we'd like to let you know that when we talk cricket on the show, it's brought to you by our good friends at KO, and Dave's just turned it on here. Um, what, we're a bit late here. Australia, this is, it's a test. It's Australia v. West Indies. So we're on, uh, it's on Fox Cricket via KO. We're playing the West Indies in, in Western Australia. Australia are fucking... Australia are humping. Yeah. So we've got Laba Shane is, at 162. Is this expected? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, well, listen, like, like you know me, right, though. Like, I always... No matter who it is, even if it's against my own country, I love underdogs, right? I know you do, and that's yeah, it annoys me greatly because you did used to go for Queensland at some point. <laughs> well, when they're underdogs. Yeah, but right, so you're a turncoat, yeah. right? Like you no. guys always go for your country. Okay, when you're raised underdogs. by a Greek immigrant hairdresser who doesn't know what the fuck rugby or cricket is for eight years, and you, but you just go it. for who you want to win. Who okay. cares who it fucking is? Who cares if they're underdogs or not? You want, oh, okay. your team, you want your yes, team to win. I understand Imagine that. if Greece was the greatest fucking superpower in the world. Would you go, well, actually, they're not fucking... 
a Probably. minnow. Probably, yeah. No, that's dumb. <laughs> I get it. Probably no, but, but I, 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 like, I love nothing more than in sport because I, okay, get this, and I know you, and I know every fucking ninety-nine percent of punters and dribblers out there aren't like me at all. But there's probably the one percent who might understand, and I'll just try get my point across. Okay. Is that I grew up, my father, Greek immigrant, came here. Doesn't know what any sport is. He's a fucking hairdresser. And so he's, and, but also one of the great men. Also. Oh, I love him to death. One of Nothing the great humans of all time. Nothing. I, I wouldn't change a thing about him. Wouldn't change a thing about it. What I'm trying he's to say is... He's the formative dad of... Like, outside of my own father, obviously, but like as a friend's dad. Formative dad. Yeah, but I wouldn't... I, I'm not saying I would change a thing about him. The reason I'm saying he's a hairdresser, he's great, is that I obviously didn't grow up in the environment of... Sports, Australian sports, being a thing. Love my dad to death. Wouldn't change a thing. But no. I didn't grow up in that. No, he's not exactly right? there. Fucking talking about no, the pitch so condition. I, I didn't grow up even having cricket on the TV, rugby league on the TV, rugby in the TV, and I wouldn't change it. Whatever. But obviously, going to school, meeting Tom, meeting Shreddy, meeting fucking anyone, Eddie, whatever. Like you start to figure out what the general culture vibe is and what you watch and what you do. And so I started growing up just not really even having any passion because it was never taught to me. No, but and then, but you went underdog city. You were always so underdog city. But now I, you need to start yeah, picking and sticking, yeah. cunt. So I chose underdogs because I feel any yeah, time at underdog. Pick, now you pick and stick. You're, you, I mean, you are Australian. You don't identify as Greek. You're not, you're not like fucking... It's funny, when you see all the like the Rugby League World Cup and you, your Kenties of the world who are like, what the fuck do they want to... It's like, when I see Moses Suli get a tattoo of the Tongan flag on his back, it's like, I get it. He identifies with Tonga more. He might play rugby league in Australia, but he's a Tongan guy. Yeah. And like, that's okay. That's but the thing cool. That shits but me you're an Australian dude. You're not a Greek... No. You're a Greek No, 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 but the thing that shits me more than anything, when you've got like... Paul Kenner or whoever the fuck, you know. Hey, Who Kenty, might come on the podcast? No, but Kenty, I Don't do. Don't be too rude. You no, might come on. No, I'm saying, Kenty, I do agree with you on a lot of things, bro. Like, I do. In terms of, like, administration, errors, fuck-ups, agree with you. The one thing I can't agree with you on is that if you're going to be staunch, like, super staunch about someone who has essentially two nationalities as an identity... You can't, I'm not saying you can't have an opinion. I'm saying you can't have an opinion, but you can't have an opinion unless you identify that, okay, maybe you're not someone who has two cultures and have been your whole life in between two no. cultures and you're trying to figure out. Because, like, I'm not, I'm not Samoan, I'm not Tongan, I don't play rugby league, whatever. But those boys who have picked that whole but fucking thing. But you are Greek in, yeah. this, and in the sense that, like, your old man, like, lefty is as Greek as fuck, but... And your mum is obviously Australian, but you have, you could have been hyper Greek. And, and what I mean is the sense of going like, through just circumstance you aren't, but you've got a very Greek father, and that there's every chance that you could have been a very Greek, well, most passionately mo mo Greek yeah, person. Yes. And that, and that the reality of that is going like when you see these Tongan and Samoan players, you go, yeah, they are Australian, and yeah, they may have been born here, but they've got like 99% of their family who aren't, and they're. That's fucking, what I'm saying, dude. And then you go like, it's actually very fucking. No, it's it's actually less surprising that they are Tongan 
or some like or whatever it is, right? It's less surprising that they skew that way or that their allegiances are that way than if they were like, oh yeah, I'm dinky die fucking Australian. Like that's but that's, that's the really, beauty of Australia, what, right? The beauty of Australia is that we have this awesome multicultural country where whether you're talking about Eastern Europeans, Southern Europeans, Jews, Asians, whatever you want to talk about, is that we have a melting pot of all of them. And then the thing is, like, when it comes to rugby league, it's like these people who've grown up with these other cultures, and I'm only – the only way I can relate, I don't – I've got no fucking sporting – but I'm trying to be a good golfer. I'm still shit, but I'm not playing – Not good. Not good. But – is that when you are essentially a mixed, I'm not going to mixed race, but mixed culture person, when you've got like half and half. Well, yeah, I'm half. And I'm uh, half New Zealand. I can <laughs> only imagine that these Tongan boys, Samoan boys are like, a lot of them are full, but they live over here. Is that when you are someone from like a mixed culture or like full culture in Australia, you can't help but feel like a certain like home identity with... That culture, you but just can't. Also, because if ninety percent of your if ninety percent of your family is in Tonga, right, and you've gone to Australia, if ninety percent of your family is in Tonga and you've gone to Australia and you feel Australian and yeah. you want to represent Australia, then fucking no, that's so great. Imagine, but think, if you're if you're like, you know what, dude, I'm Tongan, I am living in Australia, and I love Australia, I've played in Australia, like, and I'm eligible. But it's like if you feel like you are more Tongan than Australian, which is completely no, reasonable given the Tongan. fact... It's not well, the no, but Tongan. it is. It no, is no, that. No, 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 it's not. It's not, dude. It's not. It's not about that. Like, I've, I, and I, I mean in a judgmental no, sense. No, no, but like I'm more Australian than I am Greek. Yes. But... But there would be Australian. There is an overwhelming of like the times you've gone to Greece or the times you've spoken to your family that you feel this sense of belonging right because if you're not if you don't necessarily necessarily come Different, from though. no but i'm saying is like if people are going to talk about the players like are you more australian you're more tongan you're more samoan are you more australian it's like it's like you can be 100 both because you participate in the australian culture culture way of life and that's who you are but when you when you go to for me, at least Greece for them might be Tonga, might be Samoa, whatever. If you, you were to feel, represent Australia in Qatar, you know, sorry, yeah. if you were, if you were given the opportunity to represent a nation in Qatar, oh, Australia, right? But you could because your dad is a proud Greek. You could represent Greece in no, Qatar, but like that, Qatar's different. But what my, my, <laughs> my point is, my point is, and I get it, but like I almost consider anyone's opinion on the point you, unless you actually have lived the life of a of, dual of a dual yeah. identity and i think like, it's completely reasonable like you just can't you can't sum it up because you could be like i'm i'm passionate australian it I might also purely Wales. be down to like my grandparents you yeah. see you hear those guys be like my grandparents are tongan and i'm using we're using the island nations yeah. as uh the 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 talking point here because of the the rugby league world cup but like you know you might be like oh my grandpa who i fucking love would it, like again, he might have fucking okay, five think about this. left on the planet. I think He's like, like oh, I'd love to yeah. see you represent the country. You're like, yeah, dude, I'll go and play for some. I think the, I, I threw this point to Eddie because I think years ago Eddie went once said to me, "Is like you Greek, or you strong?" And some drunken I'm, fucking. I'm thing not or surprised whatever. that Eddie <laughs> forced you to pick and your I'm allegiances. Like, and I was like, dude, like obviously I'm Australian, but going, I'm like Eddie, pretend for a second 
that you move to any other country, whether it be New Zealand, America, somewhere in South America, maybe in Europe, and you raised your children. Say you moved there, it was yourself right now, and you raised their children. Would you not instill in them a sense of Australian pride? Like what it means to be an Australian. hundred percent. And so you would. So if you had these kids anywhere across the world, you would instill in them a sense of Australian pride. And an importance of and that. A, an importance, and a need yeah. for that and the value of that. Whilst they're living in New Zealand, America, wherever the fuck it is, Europe, South America, North America, wherever it is. Denmark. You, you would instill a, a sense of you, Eddie, you love Australia. And you're going to put in your children in the of Australia. So they have you, their father, telling you this. And then they have their entire life outside of that. And then you're always in between worlds. Where you've got these, these two worlds. So just think about it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... Like, going back to what you were saying before, that you can kind of be 100% both. Like, there's probably very uh-huh, You rare, can be 100% both. Yeah, yeah there's, rare time, there's such a rare time where you would have to choose other than maybe Eddie asking you when you're drunk. Like, support a country if they're playing each other, but that's so arbitrary. <laughs> yeah. like you basically when the, when never you have, have to, to justify choose. it unless Eddie comes at you when he's pissed. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Eddie yeah, because if, if, Eddie, if Eddie had some kids in fucking America, I'm sure to yeah, shit yeah, yeah. that he would raise them as <laughs> yeah. Australians, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they were in also America, and he was like, yeah, you're yeah, an Australian. No, you, no. Know? Yeah. You, barely, you very rarely need to justify any position unless Eddie comes at you. And if he does, though, you need to have your fucking your teeth crossing your eyes dotted. But back to the original point is, I honestly don't listen to anyone unless I actually have some of that experience, because it's like, unless you're actually raised between two cultures, you don't know what the fuck it's like, and maybe you could try and understand because you listen to a fucking podcast here and there but like you don't actually know what it's yeah. like to have being raised from a culture in a different culture but I just said you can identify as both I just and this the reason I said it was because before we came on uh, today I saw Moses Suli former Manly great on his Instagram he had this fucking Samoan uh, sorry Tongan tattoo on his back that he just got done he's putting on there and it was fucking like a humongous back tattoo of the Tongan flag, maybe yeah. or like their sort of like coat of arms, potentially. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. But and I looked at that and I went like, who can tell that cunt that he should play for Australia? Yeah, well, do you know what I mean? Or make him feel bad? Right like he should be able to play for New South Wales, but to play for his country, there you go. He's clearly fucking. There you go, right Tongan. there. There, there you, you go. go, right there, Tobler, close up. Can you? Oh, no, turn to that camera. Don't don't look at don't look at Tobler. Pull your shirt up, better, dude. Come on, you're a camera guy. Pull. Oh, do you want me to do it? Pull your fucking. It's all the way up. I've got a Greek tattoo right on me. And look at me, I got a tattoo. I'm a white guy. What it means is I appropriated Salvador Dali <laughs> on my arm. I'm a white fucking idiot. And that's. And that's my dad's name, but also if you translate it to Australian, it means freedom. But also, you know what? The Salvador Dali clock, that was that fucking weekend. <laughs> of ba- that, that was the night of Bracey where we went to Khan. The melting clock in Khan. That's where I got that from. So uh, that means you can be, that means just as much as Seb putting his father's no, name on his No, but the best bit about Australia is that the best bit, what I love about Australia is my favourite fucking Shot. bit about the whole fucking country is that yeah, you get some fucking commentators who talk shit about this, Australian ways and this and that. But at the end of the day, we are the best mixing pot of fucking cultures going around. Listen, just dude, there's no one better than Australia at anything. 
And in the sense that, as we said before, we come maybe first, second, third for everything. We're just the best. As a country, Overall, the best. the best. Overall, we're comfortably the best, and we make no apologies about it. Fuck it. Oh, mate, the Greeks, Greeks, Australians, so, I mean, we fucking... You go to a... Uh, it's a little bit of a history history thing for... Are why you going to give us a history yeah. lesson? Let me give, give, let Tiny, me sure. Well, before why, why, why the before Greeks, you give us a lesson, let me top you up. While the Greeks loves the Aussies, is that during World War Two? You know, obviously the Nazis sat Greece, whatever. I don't know about you guys, I hate the Nazis. Nazis sat Greece. That's, that's, that's very bold of you to say that, Tom. <laughs> so oh, I don't want so to get cancelled, <laughs> but I hate the Nazis too. The Nazis start sacking fucking Greece. My auntie's fucking 18 at the time, obviously went through some shit. But then Crete, Crete's Greece's biggest island to the south. And then the UK Empire were like, okay, pull them out. It's done. Greece is finished. And, like, a bunch of, like, rogue Australian battalions were like, nah, we'll stay with them. And so these bunch of Aussies stay with the Greeks in Crete, fighting off the Nazis. And the Greeks were like, you know what? You cunts are all right. We love you blokes. Like, they they stayed against orders to try help them defend the last stand. That's and the, Greek, the Greeks were like, okay, okay. 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 I get it now. No, I like you guys. You're cool. Can we come? Can we come to your country now? Mm. Huh? Give me some of that vape. But, you know, the the beauty of uh, Australians is that, and like Greeks or like anyone else, but at the end of the day, you got this fucking British Empire ruling us around for the last fucking 100 years. Dude, saying, dude, I don't want to speak out of turn, but like the fucking British Empire, yeah. such a bunch of gimps, dude. Ah, dude. Dude, they're so gimpish. Like, oh, I'm Prince Charles. Like, shut up, dude. Relax. Like, <laughs> Have we you get seen it. a new crown, like, season? No, everyone's <laughs> upset because the fucking, he's too hot. The, Who, the, the, Charles? The Prince Charles. So Prince Charles, the guy that... Yeah, but he's McNulty from The Wire. No, he's also the <laughs> fucking guy from The Wedding Singer, who's the Drew Barrymore's cunt boyfriend in The McNulty Wedding Singer. McNulty is... Whoever Charles is in The wire, in the new... Dominic West? Yeah, I don't know his he's, name he's not in The Fucking Wedding. Get him up. Yeah, don't yeah, actually, the cricket's on, but find it. Yeah, yeah, dude, he's the, he's the asshole boyfriend and Wedding Singer. No, he's not. Okay, what's his name? No, what's, he's what's, not. Dominic West. Okay, what's wire, his name? What's his name? Yeah, what's Dominic his name? West yeah, is Dominic not West. the asshole guy. Okay, what's his name? What's the actor's Dominic name? Dominic West. Is his actual actor name? Yes, yeah. that's his name. <laughs> all right, all right. What year was Wedding Singer? All right, I'll get it. I'll get it. Yeah, he is. 100% he is. No, that was like an all-American guy. Hold on. Dominic West, IMDb. Nah, he, I don't think he is. <laughs> He is. He's 100%. He's not. It's like an all-American jock. I'm telling you he is. You're an idiot. Sorry, guys. No, you're a fucking idiot. This is not a thing. Hang on. I'm I'm in Wedding Singer now. He is. No, he's the the shit dad in fucking Lara Croft Tomb Raider. That's about it. Yep. Hold on, hold on. Dominic West. Mm. No, Dominic West... Oh, Dominic no. West is Dominic one of the worst West. actors of all time. Wedding singer. Unless Dave, you watch The Wire. Google Dominic West wedding singer. He is the guy. I you, know he is. Dominic West. So get this. This guy, Dominic West, The Wire. If any punters are dribblers in there at this point in the podcast, any you're into your TV shows, The Wire is a must watch. You must watch The Wire. It is one of the best shows I've ever never watched made. It. it is. It is literally the most amazing show you'll Dave, see. Dave, he, he is, is not in The Wedding Singer. 
bullshit. Of course he's not. It's more it's like bullshit. the guy from Tomcats is the wedding singer. Okay. It's like some fucking okay. idiot from Tomcats. Dave? Yes? I, you know, I just don't trust Dave. I love I, I've, I've Googled on his Wikipedia and his IMDb page nothing about the wedding singer. Of course he's not, dude. I'm not even surprised for a There was no, like no, a no. half a percent of me that okay, was like... Okay, what I need you to do right now is find who is the asshole in Wedding Singer. Drew Some Barrymore. generic American shit actor. I think it's this guy, Frank Severo. Yeah, Frank Severo, whoever do that is. Do you know is. who that is? No, no one does because I don't he know what the fuck Andy. you're What's talking the, about. Do you know hold what on, the name hold on, of the character I'm pretty sure it's Matthew Glaive <laughs> who played Glenn Goulier. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah Julia, Julia Goulier. The husband, yeah. Matthew Glaive. Dominic West is they not look a little in bit the similar, wedding but it's similar. Dude, they look identical. No, they don't. <laughs> they do. No, they don't. Okay, I need Dave or Tobler. I'm now realising they're maybe not the same guy, <laughs> but they look identical. Do you know who... Do you not think... They, can you find two photos and put them next to each other yeah. and put them on the screen? They do look pretty similar. They I'll do, dude. Now. They look identical. But you remember like the movie 300? Yeah, but it's not about... It's about... Because they're fucking years Actually, apart. they're not even that different ages. Oh, Dave, they're fuck six off. years apart, but they look so different. Him? That is not yeah. Dominic West. They look the same, that dude. Dominic yeah, West. Yeah, but they look that the same. That is not Dominic West they at all. They look the same, What are you dude? talking about? Hold on. You don't think they look the same? What are you talking about? You don't think they look the same yeah, at all? Yeah, basically you're the same, like... Two-inch haircut, white dude. That's it. That's as similar as they I'm get. I'm sorry, bro. They look the same. It's like you, like, no, what are you dude. talking about? They look the same. I'm prepared to acknowledge that I'm wrong, but they look the same. Okay, this photo's no. They look the same. No, Seb, nah. you're an idiot. That is the dumbest comparison yeah, I've ever seen. Do you think that's the dumbest yeah. comparison? Tom, you just thought that it was the same dude and you're trying to defend yourself by I'm saying, I'm prepared oh, to be wrong. Oh. You don't think they look the same at all? No. Nah. Punters and dribblers. <laughs> what we're going to do here, and Tobler's got a lot of editing on his hands. What he's doing right now, as you're hearing this, is he's going to put these two fucking poons next to each other. I'm not saying I'm right, because I'm wrong. I'm wrong. They're not the, they're not the same person. What I want to know is... Do they look similar? And like, what I'm you, trying to say is, can you Tom, forgive Tom, them Tom has seen two white guys in blazers <laughs> and going, aren't they the same? And you're like, dude, this is, it's just a white guy in a blazer. This guy is actually, now I realise, the guy that's the better actor is a way better actor. Like, the guy who's not in Wedding Singer is a way better actor. Like, that's why he wasn't in Wedding no, Singer. Dominic West is actually okay. Unless no, he's, he's a good actor. In, they look identical, though. No, they don't they at do. all. Dave, get the cricket back on. Uh, how long are we going? Yeah, good. Punters and dribblers. We've we've already mentioned it before, but if you aren't watching the cricket, it's on KO right now. The beauty of the cricket, uh, Sebo as well, is that it's on until like nine, <coughs> nine o'clock at night. Yeah, well, the it's in West Australia. The beauty of cricket, it's like, uh, like obviously rugby league. You never used yeah. to get cricket, but I think now you might have. No, got now it. I get it. Now, now that after I um. Unsuccessfully went through some chess tournaments. I understand test chess cricket. tournaments. Yeah, same thing. Anyway, what are we talking about? We're talking about chess and cricket. Listen, test cricket right now is chess, bro. It is absolutely chess. What I, what I want to say is that if you are watching test cricket and you're not watching it on KO, you're an idiot. It's funny. We did a there was a poll that was put up on the punters and dribblers page where it was like, where do you watch the test cricket? Channel Seven or 
uh, Foxtel, Fox Cricket KO. It was, it was actually humorously overwhelming. It was 98% Foxtel KO and 2% Channel 7. 2%. And then I was like, I was looking through the comments and people go, obviously you're paying for KO, but it's smart money because you get everything. But it was like, why would you watch ads? Yeah, why would you? Why would you watch ads? Like, if you can afford to not watch ads, why the fuck would you watch ads? KO and Fox Cricket is the best option comfortably to watch cricket. And that's where we find ourselves. But what I did like, Sebo, is we do, as we're, like, and we're bringing to a close, it's been about four and a half, 12 hours of just dribbling yarn. But like, you were a man who wasn't entirely a cricket guy. But then once, like, if you see the stats around cricket, yeah, I didn't dribbling. grow up with it. I didn't grow up with cricket at all. I didn't, I, like, it was never on the TV in front of me at all. But I love chess, I love things like that. And then when you, once you start, and again, I'm very amateur, but once you start to see the intricacies. Intricacies, <laughs> not intricacies. <laughs> but that, you can't, you got to forgive me. He's had the fucking like 12 litres of rosé. I can't, I can't read as well, by the way. He also um, can't read. Um, no, you can't write. You can read, I, you can't write. I can, I can read, I can't write. Um, what was the chess tournament you were no, going to tell no, us but about? It's more like, like in terms of like... Did you go to a chess tournament? No, no, I play like online chess like stuff for rankings, but not in a tournament. But um, the thing that I love about cricket and chess is like when you play chess, if you know, you've got these certain pieces on the board, same as cricket, you've got batsmen, bowlers or whatever and where you place them. And the way you can kind of relate it is somebody who's an outsider who came in later who knew chess before they do did cricket. Is that once I start to see how fielders, bowling attacks, all that shit works and treating it like a game of chess, you're like, okay, this is actually fucking interesting. This is yeah. like fucking interesting. All the things we were trying to convince him with, eventually it broke through. And no, now like, you I didn't even know I didn't even know what cricket was until it's I was It's a tactical age game. 11. I didn't know what it was. I didn't even know what it was. Punters dribbles right now and you can watch this on KO via on Fox Cricket via KO. Labashane 178, Smudge 100 uh, sorry, not 100. Labashane 178, Smudge 73. We're going to wrap this thing up soon, Sebo. Breaking the yips on Instagram. Yeah. Your mic? Where's the merch? Uh, on the it? website. No, no, it's fucking here. Oh, I've got... I've got um, <laughs> sure, it's on the website. So basically... What my, have we got? My whole thing is, right, is that there's a lot of golfers out there who might have grown up with a country club father who got them a white S&P belt. Didn't love it. And you. a blue fucking whatever it is, some shit polo shirt yep. is going, I love fucking golf. I love bowls. I love all that shit. Golf's fun. Everything's fun about it. Fuck those guys who wear the white stupid yeah. belts. Fuck that. Fuck all those guys. We're a nappy basically when they we're, play. We're, Fat ass We're losers. the new age taking over. you like, fuck them. So, if I stall, we've got a bunch of things to sell, but what we, we do Chuck have. What do we got? do have essentially Australian summer summed up in a shirt 
where you have golf, obviously number one, but you got your bowls, you got your surf, you got your fishing, Dude, this you is got good your shit. beers, you got everything that you want in a fucking Aussie summer and going, fuck you dumb white belt golfers. But this is what golf's about. It's about having fun, competing against each other, doing whatever do the fuck you want. You get it, you know, go to breaking the ifs or btyc, you know, dot com. com, whatever. We'll, put a, we'll also put a link in the HSP stories. There's a bunch of shit on there. Go in the HSP stories, you'll see a photo of Seb and I with breaking the ifs. Link to the fucking shirt. This is a nice. This is a fucking. This is a nice shirt. But it's basically going like the Good way I see material. golf is like if you follow the breaking hips at all, if you don't, whatever. But if you do, it's about like going. My whole mission, my whole mission, is to show how fun golf can be. Because Tom will understand table tennis, Wimbledon when we had our Wimbledon tournaments. Yeah, yeah we had them. There's nothing I love more than a sport, recreational hobby, whatever you want to call it, where. No matter what skill level you're at, age you're at, you can compete. And that's what golf is, at least for us at Breaking the Ips. It's a great level yeah. of golf. Yeah, we go, hey, you can be a 20 handicap, 10 handicap. Yeah, so handicap what's that shirt? We got anything else? Is that, is that hat on sale? Oh, I'll be just saying a couple, couple of weeks. So is all this shit on sale now or in a couple of weeks? Shirts are. Shirts, Shirts on, on sale. sale. And is that one just the same bit of white? Yep. So we've got the, this is a, a sandy colour. Well, here. you got the, so this is, that's the classic fit. Yeah. For the guys who more classically box fit, guys who are a bit shorter and stuff. And I'm a box fit guy, I think. This is, fat. this is your box fit. This is your kind of like wider fit. Dude, the design's sick. Who'd you get the, who'd you, who did these designs? And I didn't, don't even <laughs> shout about it. Like, who did no. it? So like, I've tried a few people out over the year that I've been doing this, but then I found this guy on Instagram, Slackertide, not Australian, he's American, but all he does is is golf and fishing art. And I was like, can you... Give me some stuff. Give me some shit. And you yeah. gave him some inspiration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mate, this is sick. This is breakingtheyips.com. Yep. Breakingtheyips.com. BTYC. BTYC. Well, hold on. Is the website BTYC? The website's BTYC. Okay, so, well, let's give them the exact fucking thing. Okay, so my thing is breaking the yips. That's my thing. But then Semo's the C, golf page is breaking the yips, but if you want to buy it, it's BTYC.com. Yeah, because originally it was like breaking the yips club where it's like you join the club. You join the club. You good join the shit. Club. We've got hats as well. Mate, this shit's good. I've got a couple of polos that I've been wearing when I play golf, but this is good. This is good summer fucking shit. But it's just like... For me, that design at least. There's a few designs, but that design going like... It's a great design. If though. you're a fucking lawn bowling, golfer, fishing, fucking punting... If you're a dribbler, dude. If, if you're, you're a golf dribbler, <laughs> that's what this is about. It's a celebration of the golf dribbler. You're basically the guy in the uh, in the video that they're going, he's a fucking beast. I'm shaking like a leaf. You should <laughs> you should be doing I'm shaking like a le like a leaf merch. You, you guys should, <laughs> but yes. Well, whatever. What I mean. Maybe we will, but but we should be doing I'm shaking. Hit this like guy a leaf. up and get you a shaking like a leaf. I'm shaking thing. like yeah. Put me in touch with that cunt. We're gonna yeah. do some I'm this shaking like good. a leaf merch. He's good. We're gonna yeah. do some whatever. Um, Sebo, thank you so much for coming in. This has been fun. This and has I been know, fun. The, I know there's probably uh, I know a dribble because that's Dude, who so I am. We, we, we did, no, no, no. 
But we no, no, I'm not apologising. It sounds I'm just like saying, you I don't No, I'm not apologising. I'm saying that if you've managed to get this far, congrats to you. Yeah, well And done. if you've got this far, say Sebo one two hash star, and I'll buy a beer if I see you. Because if you've got this far, you Sebo deserve- one two hash star, and you'll get a beer. <laughs> Promo code for yeah, yeah. seeing Sebo. It in might person. also be the login to like some ancient fucking crypt. So I don't know, but like, if you can do that. Before we go, why have you got a band aid in your thumb? I've been looking at it all day. So, um, if you want the medium length story, no, I want, I want it. I want to know why. So, <laughs> if anyone follows what the fuck I've been up to in golf, you'll, you'll realise that this has been fucking tough for me. Like, really fucking <laughs> From tough. From a golf perspective. Oh, dude, like, I, I used to have the best drive out of the entire group. Our entire, entire WhatsApp group, I would hit a fucking draw. I'd hit it straight. I'd hit it on the fairway nine out of ten times. This year... After that fucking thing went through my foot, after that spike went through my throat, I've been throwing the fucking boomerangs where I throw it up and it come almost straight back at me. And it's You've been You've lost tough. your confidence. I've lost my confidence in my swing. I don't know what the fuck happened. Obviously, I went to hospital and that's what happened. But then the other day, so I'll wrap this up real quick. In the yeah. sense that if you, if you know your golf swing, if you... Come outside. Why is your thumb (laughs) got a band aid on it? Why has my thumb got a band aid on it? It's because I've been dealing with a swing issue for the last six months that no matter what I did, didn't change it. But then uh, less than seven days ago, I finally fixed it. And as soon as I felt that fix and got into my vibe, I started hitting every fucking ball as hard as I could in front of me because I was hitting in the way I used to a year and a half ago. And I hit him so hard that I ripped off the fucking skin on my thumb. You because I ripped the skin <laughs> of your thumb. That's a golfing... Oh, my God, dude. Can you zoom in on his thumb? Are you zooming in on that thumb? That is disgusting. And so I'm going, fuck you. I can, I'm back, baby. I'm back. And I've got a fucking match plan yeah. next week. You know what? I'm That's, fucking back. You know this what? is an I'm you back band You know why band-aid. I like that? Because it's like the lamest injury in the world where it's like, oh, I fucking hit so many golf balls. My thumb is blistered. Like, oh, says the guy who <laughs> any sort of fucking injury. Oh, man, for weeks. <laughs> fucking. Uh, I'll do my new uh, plan uh, for you. It's my knee. It's my tendon. Chill out, dude. Uh, I love you, bro. Love you. I love you. Thank you love so you. much for coming in. Thank you for having us. I love you. Punters, dribblers, the fucking big day rosé. Get around it. It's on sale right I'll now. I'll say this right now. As every fucking dumb 16-year-old did, they collected like a Crown Lager bottle or a VB bottle or a fucking uh, a, a vodka or whiskey on their, bottle. On their magic th- There's never been a time in life where I've looked at a bottle and going, you know what, you keep it. So th- forget even having the rosé that's inside of it, but if you're not even just getting this just for the bottle alone as a 21 to 25-year-old, it's, which is the glorious, you're an, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. It's a keepsake. Big Day Rosé. The Magnum's on sale right now. Hellosport.shop. 6 p.m. tonight. 6 p.m. Thursday night, Thursday evening, uh, the 1st of December. We very much appreciate you if you're getting them involved. Um, again, individually, so you don't need to be getting a six-pack. Uh, I mean, what, 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 what else do you want me to say to sell it? It's a... 
fucking Magnum, dude. If you're not buying the Magnum, you're an idiot. You're right? a fucking idiot. Because, like, if you're someone who, you know, obviously buys shirts, buys hats, whatever, but, like, they'll come and they'll go, but the Magnum's there for who knows? We, who knows we, may never, we honestly may never do Magnums again. It was because we, we, got them, we got them going for the holiday period, the holiday season. So... Yeah, imagine, like, speaking to the, the generation 25 years and below and you've got, like, a Tinder date or a Bumble date or a Hinge date and then, like, both you and your mates have matched with her and then, like, she goes on a date within the same week with both of you and one of you has the 750 mil bottle. And yeah, one of and one of you's got the fucking <laughs> Magnum. Oh, I think I know where she's going. Whoops. Oh, I've got a fucking... There's nothing wrong with the 700 mil bottle. Like, I don't want you to think that. But what I mean is, if the Magnum's on sale and you didn't get it, and, like, you look like, like, she's obviously not going to go for you. Yeah. Like, she might, but she'd be, like... She might, but she's probably going to present problems down yeah, the road. Yeah, like, the guy it's that like has it. the Magnum, she's like, oh, you know who Tony Hawk is. Yeah, yeah. You oh, know. Cool, oh, you can do a heel flip? <laughs> oh, you're a mad cunt. That's like, where the other one's like, yeah, I yeah. don't know, oh, Tony no, you couldn't ollie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can't even ollie, but this guy can heel flip. Yeah, this guy's a heel flip. The Magnum's a heel flip, kick flip, vert ramp, slash skate, Bam Majira, Bob Burnquist, Tony Hawk hybrid. Yeah. With the other one. Steamer, with her name. <laughs> That's what that is. Whereas, like, if you're just going the 750. Listen, I love the 750 mil, but right now we're in the Magnum. We're in the Magnum era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, listen, that's there. If you want it, hellosport.shop. Sebo. I love you, and it's been great to have you. This it's has been, been fun. Great. It's been a hell of a time. It's a hell of a time. Let's go to the pub. Let's yeah. go to Schnitty. Let's keep drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep doing that. I haven't had a, uh, like, a, this is the longest podcast I've been part of. Same, love it. Probably. Thank you. Uh, let's just, just keep ripping in. Yep. Uh, shout out to KO, Amphitheat Cricket, Fox Cricket, Manly 13+, plus, KO, ciao. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>